Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. This is a real problem. We'll explain that in just a minute. By the way, I'm Andy Furman in for Jonas Knox. He's Bucky Brooks. And by the way, also, we're broadcasting live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio studios. When you switch to Farmers Insurance, you could save a bundle. All you have to do is call 1-888-FARMERS. Get a quote today. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. And now, without further ado, it's my indeed pleasure and honor to introduce the man about town. He's a real renaissance man, former pro, coach, actor, you name it, he's done it. The brains of the outfit, the man is going to carry me through this show today. The one, the only, Mr. Bucky Brooks. Hello, Buck. How are you? What's up, Andy? What's going on? It's I didn't been know a while, Buck. It's been a while. I missed it, you. It's, it's been a while. I, did, I didn't know I was an actor. But if I'm an actor, I would certainly like one of those awards. 
Well, something, if you, something if you were an my, actor, you'd get an award. That yeah, I promise something, you. Something to put on my backdrop sometimes, you know? Yeah. I, I hope I could fill in admirably for Jonas Knox. I'll do my very best because <laughs> I know you and Jonas have that great chemistry. I know you do. But I, I hate to start this show off on a negative note because things are so great right now. we got the NCAA tournament. No fans, but at least we got something to do and something to watch. But the story that came out earlier today, E.J. Liddell. The kid from Ohio State getting threats. This is ugly. This is terrible. It's stupid. It's uncalled for, but we got to touch on it. Ohio State, as you know, lost in overtime to Oral Roberts, of all people. And I love Oral Roberts because I worked there for two years. But E.J. Liddell, the star on Ohio State, is getting death threats, getting threats from people on social media. And I got to ask you, why? Why is this happening? Why do people feel the need to take it out on a kid, on a 22-year-old basketball player at The Ohio State University? You know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's really crazy how things have kind of changed over the last five to ten years. Uh, Twitter, social media has given great access, fans to players, players to other players and those things. But with that access has kind of come – maybe a, a lack of respect where you feel like because you hide behind the keyboard or you hide behind the phone, you can just kind of say anything that you want to fit to, to players. And some of this started when, you know, fans would heckle guys in the stadium and kind of feel like they had a free pass to say anything. We remember the malice in the palace and all that other stuff. And I think sometimes um, the humanity part of, sports is lost. And I get it. Like, there are guys that are playing sports and they're giving a ton of money and all those other things. Collegiate athletics completely different, right? Because these guys aren't getting paid. I know they play for your favorite team and you support them. But the way that we treat them and the way that we attack players is different. And it starts at early levels, high school, where guys are critiqued and criticized and picked apart and nitpicked and people feel like they have an opinion so they want to express that opinion on everybody. I know we do it, but, man, the stuff that happened last night to the kids from Ohio State, man, it's uncalled for. I understand it's a tournament and all this. This may be your alma mater. This may be your favorite school and your favorite team. But they're kids. They're 18 to 22. Guys make mistakes and and this stuff. And so the stuff, the death threats and physically wanting to attack, I mean, it's uncalled for. And – Look, something has to be done about this because it has gone too far. People have stepped over the line when it comes over there. Buck, you hit it on the head when you say people hide behind the keyboard. It's almost like when you go to a bar and a guy gets into a fight, he gets those beer muscles. That's what they do. He's hiding behind the keyboard. Two people were on social media. One said that he's going to threaten to find them and physically attack them. That's number one. Another fan wrote to, to Liddell, quote, you are such an effing disgrace. Don't ever show your face at Ohio State. We hate you. I hope you die. I really do. It's amazing. Now, the first thing that came across my mind was maybe there was a big-time gamblers that did this, but I don't think so. I don't think they were. I just think there's some kooks, but they got to be taken care of. they got to be arrested. they got to be punished, these people. It's sick, it's sad, and it's disgusting. Yeah, I mean, it. look, I— I certainly hope they, they come down on these people and I hope people learn a lesson from this. I, I think, look, it's all fun and games. Um, when you're in the stadium, you're in the arena. Like, it's even fun and games sometimes on Twitter going back and forth to playful banner. But when you begin to threaten and, and, and harm, physical violence, all those other things, that's uncalled for. And I feel like it was really, um, really immature, really si- silly for 
uh, the comments be directed to a player and those things. Like, so hopefully they clean it up. Hopefully we can find a way to kind of move beyond kind of this climate where we feel like we can just say anything and everything to anybody because it's just not a healthy space. And this leads me to my next point because it's kind of like when the non-athlete, and I wouldn't consider myself a non-athlete because I'm in the New York City Stickball Hall of Fame, so I'm not really a non-athlete. And I was a manager of my high school basketball team, so I'm above the non-athlete stage, but you were there. You played at the highest level. You were a pro. So what is it like when a so-called non-athlete criticizes an athlete, number one, and number two, has anything ever happened like this to you getting threats? No, I can't say that I've ever been threatened. Like, you hear certain things. Um, you see the papers. You you have critical to- comments. And it takes a while for you to kind of get used to kind of being critiqued on a bigger stage and a bigger platform. Now it's even di- – I mean, it's different because it's more open with Twitter and Instagram and all the other platforms, social media platforms. Anybody and everybody can say anything to you, and they do. And I think it's also kind of become popular to be um, – I don't say – to kind of degrade or take shots at athletes, right? To take shots at your players, to say they're clowns, or going all the way back um, to when Shock Jock Radio kind of exploded. Some of that was included in that, right? That was kind of part of the deal, uh, telling people that they suck and those things. But now I think it certainly has gone too far. They, people have gone and stepped over the line. And I don't know how you rein it back in, though. Like, I don't know how you rein it back in because it's not only in sports. It's in real life. It's in everything like if you happen to tweet something and people don't like it like they take shots at you like so from sports to politics to entertainment everybody is subject to being critiqued and analyzed and criticized and all that other stuff it's just a different time and I got to admit, this is a tough job that you and I do. I mean, you could handle it because a criticism from you means a lot more than a criticism from me, especially to a football player, because you've been there, done that, played the game. But I will tell you this much. I made a sort of a pact to myself years ago when I first started doing this behind the microphone. If, in fact, I criticized a player, I made it a point to go down to the clubhouse or locker room the next day to see him face to face, just to kind of cool things out. And I've had my run-ins with, uh, mm-hmm. with Lou Pinella, manager of the Cincinnati Reds, Ken Griffey Jr. But I will say mm-hmm. this, Tom Browning, who pitched for the Cincinnati Reds, wrote a book, and he did a little uh, chapter on myself saying that he admired the fact that, you know, when I did go off on a player, I did show up in the locker room the next day. But I, th- I think that kind of cooled things off just a little bit. Yeah, no, I think I think it's really, really important. Um, I think it's really important that you're able to stand up and face it. See, because it's different. See, it's, it, takes a, it doesn't take a lot of courage to kind of fire off a tweet and kind of go at somebody and do those things. It's different when you have to stand in front of them. Because if you stand in front of them and you tell me, hey, man, I, I don't like the way you play. I was worried about this and that or whatever. Like, I can respect you because you, you, you had enough about you to say it to my face. But to say it kind of blindly behind a keyboard, that I can't get behind. And, yeah, like sometimes when you criticize players, you have to be willing to get it back. I've had to eat crow and, and have people fire shots at me. I had a thing a couple of years ago when the Denver Broncos won the Super Bowl on the way there. I, I may have picked another team where I said something about the secondary and Aqib Tlaib, Chris Harris, they called me out. I had to be willing to deal with that part of it. And so I think when you do that, you then have a greater sense of, okay, how do I want to word this? How do I want to say it? Do I want to take some of the edge off of it, right? And it's that delicate balance that, that we tell on this side because— How do you handle that? Did it come to fisticuffs? No, 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 no. no, no. We go back and forth. Like, it's, it's <laughs> all good. It's all good. Like, so if you, like you experience, if you can stand in front of them and explain your side of it, 
most people will handle that. Like most players, that's that's what they want. Hey, come, let's have a conversation. Let's talk about what it is. Now, depending on the verbiage and your language and how hard you went at them, did you make it personal or was it just a normal thing? They can deal with that. But when it skews to the line of being personal, that's when it kind of comes. That's when it. That's when it it's icy. rough because you have to eat a bowl of poop. That's what you basically have to do. <laughs> no, you do because yeah. I, I, many a time I go down into that locker room and, and with the Cincinnati Reds, it's 25 on one because they all surround you. But you sit there and you take it and you swallow it. They're happy. I'm happy. Walk away, friends, and that's it. But you know, for the first 5, 10, 15 minutes, you got to really eat a bowl of poop. You just sit there and they just rag on you. And that's okay. That's fine. That's part of the deal. And you got to show your face because I think when you do leave, they respect that a little bit. But the bigger question is this with the NCAA tournament. Where in the hell is true TV? I go crazy, Bob. <laughs> you got to help me. I mean, I, I tell you what, I was so upset the other day, I, I, t- I turned the TV off. I have never in my life, I swear to you, watched a program on true TV. I don't know where it is. I got Spectrum Cable. I got Direct TV. I got it all here in the house. I can't find it. I went to my neighbor's house. I asked him, I can't. F- I went on the internet to find out where true TV is. I can't find it. <laughs> Is up there. I know on DirecTV maybe it's two forty six, two forty seven, somewhere. Yeah, uh, some, I some, some, left some, yes. <laughs> somewhere. Yes. I mean, can you name one program that's on True TV? Um, I cannot. Thank you. I Thank cannot. You. I cannot Good. say that I that I know. <laughs> I never watch it. I mean, I, you know, they should shut it off. You know, for one, and they'll just put it on for a week. That's it. And I, you know, for the for the NCAA tournament, that's it. I, I don't get it. I just don't understand. But the. That's where it's at. It's on True TV, and and again, you know, it, it's funny because you you find it because you want to find it, and people are watching these games. But I like what's going on now with the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, Monday. I do that, like that. That that's it was okay. So so it's, it's so weird to me, right? So Thursday, I'm looking like where are the games at? Like what's <laughs> like because you're so used, to, you've been so conditioned to think about that, right? And so it's um. It's, it's it's different, but I do like it. Um, I think it's something that's existed in the the women's game. I think the women's tournament has always kind of gone with that kind of deal. I would know. I've never watched it. Oh my gosh! No, I, I turn it on once in a while. Oh, I don't want to get it, the women mad at me. Oh, I do watch it every oh, now and again. Come on, man! But, this no, is I not know. the time. It's not the time. I know, we just I know. we just saw the pictures. I'm just playing. We've seen, just... we've seen the meals. We've seen the weight room or lack thereof. I know for the ladies. Like come come on now. They need their respect. I want yeah. their respect. Yes. So yeah. But, so when I watch when I watch women's hoops, like that's kind of how they operate it. You know, I would say this. I think change sometimes is good. And we've seen change in baseball. They, they expanded the playoff situation, uh, and, and the NBA they kind of changed that playoff format with the play-in last year when they were in the bubble. And the football, the NFL, they changed the playoff to adding another team. I think they're going to do this format for now. I would not be surprised if the Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday deal stays as a permanent deal with the NCAA. No, I, I, I think it works. I think it works now, particularly because they were they were all in the same deal. You know, they're mm-hmm. all in the same location and those things. But um, I dig it. I really, really liked it. I, th- I think it's been good. I think it's been good for the players. It is different having everyone in the same city, even though they're playing in different arenas. Um, but it's good. I mean, look, if you think about it, a year ago, we didn't have an opportunity to see the NCAA tournament to be able to see it now. I think we have right. to be excited about it, even though, I, I, man, it seems like the upsets are, are all over the place this year, more so than other years. I, it, it is crazy. It's just crazy to see how the tournament has changed where the normal teams that we're accustomed to seeing, they're no longer necessarily the heavyweights. 
you know, which tell and people are using the excuse to COVID because they didn't play for a while. I, I just think that there are so many great basketball players across the country. Plus, there's the influx of foreign players that play for various teams. I just think that the ground is leveled out right now, and and anybody could beat any other team in any given game. Yeah, I, I I understand that the the molding of a team has been hurt by COVID lockdowns and you know some teams are off for 20 some odd days but other than that I just think there's so much talent out there that it's even the playing field yeah I think it has leveled the playing field I think the other thing that has happened uh, I believe there are certain teams that took a, a different approach when John Calipari and Mike Krzyzewski Duke in Kentucky um, were opting for the one and dones there are these mm-hmm. teams that were going after what I would call maybe the B C level players in recruiting and those guys don't have the immediate um, desire to jump to the pros. And so they stay around the program two and three years. And we're seeing that the experienced teams have an advantage in the tournament. Because even though we can talk about talent is king, in the tournament, these older, wiser, Leadership. more experienced teams are being able to win out, which is why we're seeing the gap close between the mid-majors and the and the big boys. Because they're keeping their guys three and four years. They're developing a team as opposed to just assembling a collection of talent. Well said. He's the man. He's Bucky Brooks. Get him on Twitter, at Bucky Brooks. I'm Andy Furman. In for Jonas Knox, you can get me on Twitter, at Andy Furman FSR, or get us both on Ma Bell, 877-99 on Fox. That's 877-996-6369. And what a lineup we have. What a lineup, Buck. Our number two, Adam Kaplan, the NFL insider. And we have the Iowa Minute thing. Yeah, I don't know. It's in there, but it's not the highlight. Okay. And our number three, pro football focus, is Bruce Gradkowski, who played in the NFL. And, of course, the weird world of Ralph. That's Ralph Urban. So no need to go anywhere else. We're here. You're there. And we're going to continue because this could be good news for one NFL team. That's next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. 
The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to Bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The number now is 12. We'll explain that in just about a minute. He is Bucky Brooks. I'm Andy Furman in for Jonas Knox, and we're broadcasting live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call Farmers today for a quote. And, and Buck, this is right into your wheelhouse right now because I don't know what's going on with Deshaun Watson. Certainly we know he wants out, but he may be out for a different reason. Now they got four more lawsuits against him. The number is up to 12. And I, I got this conspiracy theory in my mind. I want to share with you about this. Why now? Why would this story come out now when he was so interested in leaving the Houston Texans? Is it something that may have been planted so perhaps he can't go anywhere? Is that a situation or am I really stretching this? No, I don't. I mean, look, I don't I don't want to delve down the conspiracy theories, but I will say this. Um, look. Whenever um, there's been a crime alleged, it's not even a criminal thing. This is a civil matter. But I think when we have sexual assaults and things of that nature, I think we have to keep an open mind. I think we have to um, openly and honestly have the dialogue. I think we have to make sure that we listen and respect the victim's perspective, her opinion, uh, what she's alleging. And then I think in this, we have to continue to wait until everything comes out. Um, I think it's unfortunate when it comes to the timing because the timing makes it appear as though the conspiracies will live. But I don't want to minimize um, the severity of what um, these women are alleging. And I think we just have to play it out. I also don't want to smudge Deshaun Watson's name without um, the facts being kind of litigated and the banter going back and forth in the courtroom. And I think it's tough when we live in a time like where we like to kind of judge and have these takes and opinions. But I, 
I mean, look, who who knows what took place? And I think we just have to kind of make sure we respect the victim, respect Deshaun Watson, just kind of see. But I will say this as it relates to football, it puts a cloud over his name when you begin to contemplate trades and those things. No um, doubt. And one it, woman it, alleged yes. she was sexually assaulted by Watson on multiple occasions. But look, I, I don't want to believe it. Because I've never met him. He couldn't pick me out in the lineup. But what I have know of him and see of him, I think he's a, he's a fine young man. I, I just enjoy watching him. I think, And I was shocked when I heard this story. But the cloud that you picture is correct. Because right now, he wants to get out. He's even announced two potential teams that he'd like to go to. But I don't think, A, anyone would even touch him now. And B... The NFL may get involved, and he may be forced to sit out for a couple of weeks. Who knows what's going to happen here? Yeah, no, I mean, look, when, when the National Football League picks up the investigation and they look into it, um, he is subject to uh, fines and suspensions and all those things under the personal conduct policy. And so he has a few different things that he's having to deal with at one time outside of also being unhappy with his situation in Houston. It certainly doesn't help things like – him getting what he wants, the team kind of trying to proceed um, as business as usual. And so we'll see. But, yeah, it's murky right now. And it's one of those things where, you know, Andy, it's 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 tough, right, because you have a player who has built up all of this goodwill for the things that he has done in the community and the person that we think that we know that he is. But then you also have a number of victims that are coming out and seemingly telling the same story. And so – I think this is one where we have to really use discretion and really, really pause and really try and keep an open mind on both sides. And then however it plays out, it plays out. But I think right now we can't go to victim blaming. We also can't go to hero shaming. We just kind of have to see how it plays out in the end. I want to go back to my conspiracy theory right now because if, in fact, this was planted and maybe planted by the Deshaun Watson team, so to speak, his people, agent, whatever it may be, and uh, they would have an uproar in the community, say, we don't want him here. We don't want him in our town. Get him out of here, which would force the trade, maybe. I know it's kind of sick. I know it's crazy. But, you know, crazier things have happened. I mean, the crazy things have happened. I, I think this would be crazy if he came. If you're saying that it came from Deshaun Watson's side, yeah, I don't know. Like, I know he definitely wants to get out. But I don't know if you want to tarnish your own reputation to fuel your desire to get out. I, I, I don't know if it would go that far. But... Uh, I can't understand why some of the conspiracy theorists are having fun with this one. I tell you what, I, I have a major problem why an NFL player has to go to a massage parlor for pleasure. I mean, really. I mean, mm. you played in the league. Have any of the guys that you play with gone? You don't have to mention names. I mean, I'm sure – I don't want to embarrass mm. you. I'm not going to ask you if you've gone to a massage parlor. Look, I'm just saying that I don't know why he would even go. I mean, to me, if I if I would ask – if I would see Deshaun Watson right here in front of us – the first question I would ask, not did you do this to these women, why would you go? What, what was the reasoning behind going to a massage parlor? So, now I will say this. Okay, so as an athlete, there are plenty of athletes who get massages, sports massages to work out the kinks. The game is violent, the game is physical, and it does a, right. it puts a toll on your body. And so what you try and do as part of your recovery you'll have massages just like you have physical therapy and those things. And so it's very, very common for players to have a massage once, maybe twice a week to kind of help them prepare for the next game, get all the kinks out from the previous week, get ready for the next week and those things. And so that's a very, very common practice. It's also very, very common for 
a player to have a masseuse come to their house and do it because they don't go to salons and those things like that is a very common practice. Now, I think the things that have been alleged or whatever, those aren't things that are customary. And so um, we'll see. You know, like it, it's really hard without being in the room and really knowing what took place. But I will say that massages, like sports massage, therapy, physical therapy, all those things are part of the weekly routine when you're a player. That I get. But don't teams have their own masseuse? Or no, the not, not, they honestly, no, honestly, no. That's, that's not a part of the sports performance thing. Like teams have beefed up the sports performance department where now you have a nutritionist, a dietitian. Uh, you have your strength and conditioning team. You have mental sports performance, your mental health team in terms of guys that are working on that part. But the in-house masseuse, that, that hasn't been a part of the team. Normally those things are contracted out or they will advise you, hey, here are a handful of people that we know that we typically trust that we've recommended to our players um, and those things. But, yeah, that's normally not something that is staffed by the, by the franchise. He's the voice of reason. That's Bucky Brooks. I'm Andy Furman in for Jonas Knox right here on Fox Sports Radio. And one wants out, the other wants change. That's next. But first, Ralph Irvin with the latest. Well, thank you very much, Andy. We do start with the NCAA tournament where it has been uh, a lot of games going down to the wire, but all said, no upsets so far today. Finals just in from the West. Number five, Creighton, a 63-62 win over the 12-seed UC Santa Barbara. The Gauchos with a missed layup with less than two seconds remaining. The Blue Jays move on. Uh, also in the West, number three, Kansas was a winner. 93-84 over the number 14, Eastern Washington. In the West right now at the half, number six, Southern Cal, a 40-37 lead over the number 11, Drake. We go to the East bracket. One game in progress. Number two, Alabama, taking on number 15, Iona, and the game is tied at 40, 12-51 to play in the second half of that contest. Earlier, number one, Michigan, an 82-66 win over number 16, Texas Southern. Number eight, LSU over number nine, St. Bonaventure, 76-61. Number four, Florida State, 64-54 over the 13, UNC Greensboro. And number five, Colorado, 96-73 over number 12, Georgetown. In the NFL, the Chicago Bears released cornerback Kyle Fuller. He's already been signed by the Denver Broncos. One year, $9.5 million. $9 million of that is guaranteed. Kenny Galladay agreeing to a four-year, $72 million deal with the New York Giants. As we send it back now to Andy Furman and Bucky Brooks. Thank you. See you in an hour, Ralph. Thank you so much. Hey, two quarterbacks wanting the same results. That's right around the corner. He, in fact, is Bucky Brooks. I'm Andy Furman in for Jonas Knox. We're broadcasting live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call 1-888-FARMERS to switch, and you can save a bundle on your auto insurance. And, Buck, before we roll on, we've got some congratulations and welcoming to do because we've got to give some love and welcome to get this, the 600th affiliate, the 600th Mm -hmm. radio affiliate for Fox Sports Radio, KGA. AM 1510 FM 103.5 they're going to flip their formats from hip hop music to all sports featuring our network Fox Sports Radio 24-7 with the exception of play-by-play events and they are get this the longtime radio home of the Gonzaga Bulldogs that's pretty neat it really is that is real neat welcome KGA how do you like that that's wonderful 
600. That's unreal. It really is. You know, getting back to this situation with these two quarterbacks, number one, Deshaun Watson, once out of Houston. We talked about that. Uh, and now he's picked basically two teams he'd like to go to, Denver or San Francisco. Now, if I'm him, I wouldn't want to be that picky. I just want to get out. Just get out of that situation. But let's get back to the situation why he wants to get out because I think that he wanted to get involved with the hiring of the coach. Your take as a player, have you ever seen players really actually getting involved with coaches' hires? No, not like that. I I think here's the thing, and I, I think the reason for the discord may have stemmed from the fact that they brought it to him in terms of asking for his opinion um, saying he's going to be involved and have a say. It's not uncommon for franchise quarterbacks to kind of be in the mix, at least be in the loop in terms of who the franchise is looking for, those things. They don't pick the coach, but they're aware of who the candidates are. Sometimes they may even sit in on the meetings and have conversations mm-hmm. and those things because the franchise quarterback is different than most on the posi- on on the team. That said, I think it's a slippery slope when you start dealing with quarterbacks and letting quarterbacks pick everything. Oh, I want to pick the players, I want to pick the coach, I want this, I want the system, I want all of those things. I think you can consult them, but I don't think they can have decision-making potential or power. They can have suggestions, but they can't make decisions. And I think what you would like to do is, yes, you want to have someone that's in lockstep with the quarterback. The quarterback and the head coach relationship is the most important relationship, but you can't give them their say in everything when it comes to that stuff. Right. However, they did come to him, as you mentioned, and said that you will be involved with the selection of the general manager. And, and then they said, ah, never mind, we don't need your help. I mean, to mm-hmm. me, that, that may have turned them off. That may have that, been yeah, the now, and, that, and that's a problem, see, because now you said something but did something else. Like, that's the issue, right? The issue is you told them, hey, we want to keep you involved, but then at the last minute you didn't involve him. So now right. he is saying, well, then what's the point? Like, why even – set me up. It's one thing if you say, no, no, we got this and we never involve you. But if you say, hey, we want your opinion, we value your opinion, but then you don't follow through, yeah, that's a major issue. And I can see why he's upset. And the problem that I have, not so much that he wants to leave, because certainly I think he has seen what's happened with other quarterbacks and he's not getting any younger and he wants to get a ring. He wants to go further and get into playoff situations. He's not going to do it in 4-12 and ball club that Houston was last year. But what happens now, he goes on social media with, with the emojis, and that turned me off. I mean, I thought that was somewhat immature. You got a problem, go behind closed doors, tell him I want out of here. And I give you an example, Matthew Stafford. I mean, he basically probably wanted to get out of Detroit 10 years ago, but he didn't go crazy and cry like an infant. He did it professionally, and you didn't hear anything on social media from Matthew Stafford. He's gone, and he got his way. That's the only problem I have with this. Yeah, now I think here, here's the thing when it comes to it. Um, he just inked the deal. He inked the deal last September, and so he's 25 years old. He played at what I would say was an MVP level last year, the best season of his career in the midst of a poor season for the team. The numbers that he put up in spite of the lack of weapons, continuity, chemistry, whatever you want to call it, dysfunction around him, suggested he is a top five player at the position. And so if you're the Houston Texans, you don't move off of a guy like that in his prime. He's 25. You have him under contract. You don't want to move off of that. But because they violated, I would say, the bond that they had uh, in terms of hey, Deshaun, we want you to kind of take on more responsibility, have a bigger voice, a bigger say. It makes it tough for him to go back. And then when you think about all the other stuff that has 
kind of taking place, like the conversations and people have talked about Jack Easterby and his role and those things. And if you go back, um, I want to say there was an article in Sports Illustrated where Deshaun Watson really outlined what it is that the team needed. So the team, team needed leadership. They needed someone who could stand in front of the room and say, here's the plan, here's the vision, this is how we're proceeding, and everyone get on board. His frustration stemmed from the fact that it appeared to be too many people vying to be the leader and too many different visions and paths that were being plotted. And so I understand exactly what it is that he wants. He came from a college program with Dabo Sweeney. is very, very clear about who they are, what they're about, and how they're going to proceed. That wasn't the case in Houston, and that led to a lot of the frustration, and it continues to lead to the frustration that we've seen. Even though this other thing is beginning to overshadow it, at the end of the day, the issue is that. Who is the leader? Who is the one to set the the vision for the franchise? And can we get everybody to fall in line? That's what they have to get done, and then they have to repair the distrust between him and the front office, the higher level of the front office, and figure out how they can get on the same page. Yeah, but he's made it clear that he wants to be out. And if you're a teammate of his, and for some strange reason that he is back next year, how do you face him? How do you play with a guy? How do you go to war with a guy who never wanted to be there? Uh, It's business. Not personal. It's business. This is business. Uh, Players won't have an, an issue with anything. It is business. And so... What they'll do is they'll understand what's going on when it comes to he already has his money and what it was about because they also have been privy to the dysfunction and those things that are going on. And so this will be a thing that they need to have a series of meetings to clear the air and figure out how to proceed. How do we go about doing what it is that we want to do? And the second quarterback in question, Russell Wilson, who never really said he wants out of Seattle. I don't think he listed teams, did he? I don't I don't think he did. He just wanted more input, which I, I understand. But again, you know, Russell, you've been sacked more than any other quarterback. And part of the reason is you hold the ball too long. That's probably the reason. But at the end of the day, who's going to stay and who's going to go? And I think that basically Deshaun's going to stay and Russell Wilson's going to be the one who goes. Russell Wilson will be the one who goes, not this year, but maybe next year. Uh, I think the situations are different because Russell has changed, right? Like Russell, Russell wants it all. Russell has become the celebrity quarterback. Russell mm-hmm. wanted all the money. He wanted all the money on a short term. So now all the money is paid to the quarterback. It's on a short term, so you can't spread it out. So now you can't add the other pieces around him that he desires. He wants to change the offense. Well, it's been proven that whenever they let Russ cook, the team performs worse. They don't win as many games. He doesn't necessarily continue to play at a high level because more Russell is not necessarily better. We saw it earlier this year. They let him cook the first half of the season. They're throwing it all over the yard. They were averaging about 34 points a game the last half of the year. They were averaging 22 points a game. Mm-hmm. He started to turn the ball over. Eight touch, what? Eight touchdowns, nine giveaways against playoff teams. The more you put it on him, the less effective he is. So now you're Pete Carroll, and you're looking at this situation. You're saying, okay, when we've done our best with Russell at quarterback, it's been because he's been more of the game manager than a playmaker. And not saying that like, like I'm dismissing him, but it's been better when they run the football, they've controlled the game, they played a little more conservative because it protects the defense, it protects Russell, and they win a bunch of close games because Russell can make a play at the end. What Russ wants is to have all the freedom, hey, let's just throw it or whatever, 
and not really worry about those things because Russ wants to be viewed like we view and celebrate Pat Mahomes and even the way we're viewing and celebrating Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. He wants that kind of adulation where he is celebrated as the reason as the why the Seattle Seahawks are winning. And I think it goes against the way that Pete Carroll wants to do it. And because he's become more of the celebrity QB, Mm-hmm. I think is becoming annoying. And his comments, you talk about Deshaun Watson having to go back to the locker room. I don't think Deshaun has said anything disparaging to his team, about his team. Right. Russell Wilson has talked about, I'm tired of getting hit. He's kind of alluded to the fact about the offensive line. How do you think it's going to be when he gets to minicamp and he has to deal with the offensive line? Do you think that like, you're going to be fired up for blocking yeah. for Russell Wilson, someone who's taking shots at them? No. Good. So the bigger issue to me is not in Houston. It is in Seattle. And what is eventually going to happen with the Seahawks and Russell Wilson? Well said. That's Bucky Brooks. I'm Andy Furman in for Jonas Knox. And how could you win when you shave? We'll tell you next. It all comes down to the green cabbage. We'll explain that in just about a minute. About 11 minutes before the top of the hour. This is Fox Sports Saturday. He is Bucky Brooks. I'm Andy Furman in for Jonas Knox. And we're broadcasting live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call 1-888-FARMERS. And you could save a whole lot of something on auto insurance. Buck, I need your help. I need your help on this one because when it's football-related, there's none better. Really. I, I, you got the answers. You're the answer, man. The Kansas City Chiefs cut two offensive linemen, all right? They cut Mitchell Schwartz, and they cut uh, Eric Fisher. Mm-hmm. So we saw what happened in the Super Bowl to Patrick Mahomes when two of his offensive linemen didn't even play. Now they released both the last year's starting tackles, Okay. And they get the former pro bowler Kyle Long from the Bears coming out of retirement. He signs a one-year deal with the Chiefs. To me, it's all about money. We saw what happened way back when with the Baltimore Ravens when Joe Flacco backed up the Brinks truck, took all that money, and the team went down the garbage. It really did. They had no money to pay anybody else. Why do they do this? I talked about this coming into the segment. How do you win when you shave? You're shaving the money, and you can't give money to other players when the quarterback gets it all. Yeah, I mean, there's some of it, but I think a lot of what the Kansas City Chiefs did, they were trying to kind of weigh the risk and rewards. Um, the risk of these guys have been injured multiple times in the last few years. Um, has their play diminished at all to the point where you need to maybe consider moving on? And I think for the Kansas City Chiefs, they were like, hey, we can get better. We can get better on the outside. We want to make sure that we have playmakers. Um, we want to be able to protect the quarterback so he can – do the things that he needs to do. And so I feel like they upgraded their their mm. offensive line. I feel like they've upgraded along the line of scrimmage with some of the things. Joe Thune coming over. They bring Kyle Long out of retirement, put him in the starting lineup. Uh, they probably will draft a couple of offensive tackles because it's a really good offensive tackle draft. And so I, I think this is a really good situation for them to reset. And also, by drafting those guys, they get them cheaper. Right. As the quarterback's money kicks up, they now – need to reduce salaries at other places. This is why it's all part of a bigger plan to make sure they're able to build a balanced team that allows them to account for the quarterback and his big money while also upgrading the weapons around him. But why wouldn't more quarterbacks, Buck, why wouldn't more quarterbacks do the Tom Brady routine by, you know, readjusting their contracts so the money is spread out for other players? Although I think that backfired in New England because he readjusted his contract and they never gave him receivers. You know, so it didn't really work well in New England, but for the point of being a team player he did it for them and it didn't work yeah he certainly did do it for him I, mean, I think it worked for a long time I mean you think about the level of dominance that New England had I mean a 20-year run 
I mean, at the end, it, it the wheels fell off, and right. you know, some of that was due to not only him giving back money and them not having the resources to allocate. They just couldn't get it right all the time throughout the draft. That's it. Pat Mahomes cut them a deal when he signed that 10-year, $450 million deal because the big money hasn't even kicked in yet. And even then, it doesn't kick in for a while. And they know that they're going to have to readjust this contract two, three, maybe four times during the length of the deal to, to, to make sure that they have enough room and space to be able to handle everyone else that comes in. But know this, yeah. the new TV money, the deals that came out where, what is it? Teams are getting three hundred million annually. Every team is getting three hundred million annually. That's amazing. Something it, like it amazes from the it really from does. the from the TV deal. The the salary cap right now is at one eighty two, and you're guaranteed of getting three hundred million. Like there's more than enough money to pay the players, and so it will be a situation where uh, it'll be fine. It it'll hurt for a little bit, but the cap the cap will loosen up, and it's kind of like buying a new house, Andy. Like you know how it's tight, it's tight for a little bit, and you're right. like, oh man, how are we gonna pay the mortgage? And then eventually you figure it out and you move on and, and you do it. And I think teams are going to navigate this accordingly so they can get to the big money, which will probably happen in 2023, and then everybody will get paid. And the money that we're talking about with the quarterbacks, we'll laugh at because it'll be peanuts. Yeah, and far be it for me to question what the Kansas City Chiefs do because when they had Alex Smith and they pushed him aside for Patrick Mahomes, I was scratching my head then. I mean, come on, this guy was a losing quarterback in college at Texas Tech. So far be it for me to say, hey, look, you know, you're not doing it right. I, I ain't going to go that way. I'm not going down that road. <laughs> I mean, I think they'll be fine. I, th- I think that's the thing. Like, they, they overpaid. He has been a great player. I think they will, they will get what they want out of him because it's been a great run. It's been a great run. I think they'll continue to have a run. It amazes me. I mean, the money out there. I mean, you played in the league, and you look back now and say, "Was I too soon? Too late?" Who oh knows? yeah, I was way too soon. Way too soon. There we go. Way hey, too soon. But we're we're going to tell you how to win the NCAA tournament. That's coming up next, right here on Fox. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to 
bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. How fair is this? We'll tell you in just about a minute. I'm Andy Furman. I'm in for Jonas Knox. He's Bucky Brooks. He's the pro. And we're both broadcasting live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call 1-888-FARMERS to switch, and you could save an average of 470 bucks on auto insurance. That's a lot of money for a quick phone call, don't you think? Average nationwide annual savings. Survey data July to December 2020. We are farmers. Bum, ba, da, bum, 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 bum. And now, without further ado, it's my indeed pleasure to roll out the red carpet for my friend, my partner. The brains of the outfit here, he really is carrying the load. And I hate to do it to him, but he's doing it very nicely. The one and only, Mr. Bucky Brooks. Hello, Buck. What's going on? What's going on, Furman? How you doing? Everything is great. Everything's wonderful. I want to talk a little hoops with you. Do you fill out a bracket? Are you involved with it? Because you're, you're football heavy. I know that. And that's, you know, rightfully so. You played the game. Are you following the NCAA tournament? I am following the NCAA tournament, but I don't have a bracket because I have this weird thing where I'm a forever Tar Heel and I don't know how to write a bracket out that doesn't have them winning at all because I don't know how to write it L beside their name. So I can't fill out a bracket. I mean, I guess fortunately for me, if I did fill out a bracket, it would have been over if I had done it because they lost to Wisconsin yesterday. So no, I pay attention. I think it's really fascinating. I think there's been a dramatic shift in the um, college basketball climate where you see in the mid-majors and these teams that are able to really gobble up all of these older players, teams teams that have three- and four-year guys that are able to stay around, they have an advantage over the teams that have the one-and-dones. And I think it's, it's apparent every time we look at the tournament, the teams that are going far, I don't think it's a coincidence that they're the ones who also have older, experienced guys. Right. And, and it's funny you mention that you use the term mid-major. You know what? I haven't heard that term used much anymore. Because mm-hmm. I think that people are realizing that it's more of a level playing field now. I mean, Loyola, Chicago, they've been there, done that. And they're, they're coming back. They're going to play a big battle against Illinois in the next round. 
But I haven't heard them kind of defined as a mid-major. You know, certainly that conference is not a big-time conference, but you know, even, even the bigger conferences were not that successful. Pac-12 didn't do much this year. I mean, the Big Ten was the big conference. SEC in basketball is not much, really. Uh, Kentucky was down. I mean, they're not in the tournament. Duke is out. I mean, so you don't have the real big blue bloods in there, but you have sort of some names in there. Kansas is there. Uh, you know, but schools like Colorado, I mean, come on. You don't see those schools, you know, Abilene Christian. Mm-hmm. You know, I couldn't pick it out on a map where Abilene Christian is, really. But it's, it's, I think it's great. I think it's great for potential recruits. I think it's great for coaches to go out there and say, come play for me. We were on TV. We're in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, no, I, I think guys are realizing that you can get exposure wherever. If you're good enough, the people will find you. And if you want to have an opportunity to play next level basketball beyond high school, there are plenty of places and programs to go. And I, I think people are increasingly comfortable now taking their talents to other places or being okay with, hey, I, I may not be able to go to the biggest school coming out of high school, but that doesn't necessarily stop my dream. And so we're seeing that. And I think it's fascinating to watch. I think it's great to see some of these names. Um, we have Drake taking on USC. And, I'm, you know, Texas Southern was squared off today against Michigan. Like, it's fantastic to see different names populating the brackets because it just goes to show you that, man, there are players all over the country, and we should celebrate all of them. Yeah, and one of the big things today I think that makes it somewhat of an even playing field is this NCAA player transfer portal. I, I, I don't know how you feel about that. I like it. It's almost like free agency in college basketball. I mean, it's free agency for everything because it's not only changing the way basketball is 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 um, kind of being played, but it's changing football and other sports. Right. Um, you're now seeing, I want to say, Washington State um, hired maybe a recruiting coordinator for the transfer portal where his job is just to simply look and see who's in the transfer portal, what what's available, what's out there. Teams are beginning to leave four and five spots each year. They used to go to freshmen. They're now saving those for, for grad transfers or just outright transfers. And so it's it's a different time. Man. It's, it's a really, really different time. And it's, it's interesting. I do wonder um, if the young guys will be left behind, though, because we talk about it. Like the, the young guys that – um, we're used to seeing go right up um, right. to college and have their opportunity. Will those guys continue to have their opportunity, or is it one of those things where teams are always going to look for the older guys? Yeah, and what I like about the portal is the fact that for the first time ever, players have power. They're not held hostage any longer. They have the power. I mean, coaches could come and go. They may have a five-year contract, but they could break that contract and leave at any time. And they were recruited. And the players were recruited by these coaches, and the coaches leave. So the players have power. They're not held hostage. And I got to believe that coaches are no longer going to recruit freshmen. Why do I say that? Because today's players, in my mind, are more concerned with going to the next level than really even winning. They're more concerned with their so-called brand and getting to the next level than winning. I mean, I wouldn't say all plays. I think you have a handful of cases where you have that kind of play out. But I think the majority of them want to play. I think they want to be part of winning. But but understand, we've created the monster because we're the ones who are always trying to protect the the the, the 12, 13, 15. You're all, oh, he's going to be this kind of guy as a pro, particularly in basketball. And so um, before we blame the players, we kind of have to blame ourselves because we created the industry in which we started looking at these young guys and started trying to predict what they were going to do in the – at the next level. 
Well, and, and freshmen right now, I mean, there's an opportunity for them to skip college altogether. They're going to have that lead. They're going to pay kids right out of high school, which is great because I don't think college is for everybody. If your goal is to play at the next level, the highest level, do it. You go to college, you're not getting paid. You're being exploited to some extent, and you may get hurt, and that could ruin your career. Yeah, I go back and forth. I think everyone has to make their own individual decision when it comes to that. I do believe in the value of an education. I do believe there's value um, in going to college beyond just a degree, uh, the networking, the people that you meet, being a part of the, the bigger alumni family when things are done. Because no matter how long you play, at some point um, your sport is going to end. Do you have the wherewithal to be able to use what you've learned and acquired from playing the sport and maximize who you can be in your second phase of life. Because at some point, everyone is going to have to transition to the second phase. I think college gives you an opportunity to set yourself up for that transition. I'm, I'm waiting for the second stage. It'll come for me. <laughs> I'm waiting. I am. Now, I'm going to tell you, Buck, my feeling on how you could win the NCAA tournament. Are you ready? And if anybody out there is a coach, get a pencil and paper ready because here are the keys how to win, okay? I looked at the rosters of some of these teams. I looked at the University of Hartford. I mean, Hartford made the NCAA tournament, okay? On their roster, they got two players from the Czech Republic, one player each from Slovakia, Australia, and New Zealand. You got to get a map. You got to get a road map. <laughs> you got to get an atlas. I mean, you got to recruit worldwide, and that's what they do. Now, would these kids ever be admitted if they didn't play basketball? I don't think so. Let's look at Gonzaga. I pick Gonzaga to win it all, okay? They got a great team, but they got kids from Lithuania, Russia, mm-hmm. and France. I don't know if that's good or bad. I don't know if that's fair or not. Are they taking up spaces in the university that the average Joe could have been there? I don't know. But I'll tell you, that's the way to win the NCAA tournament. Yeah, I mean, it is a way. Like You have to utilize all the resources. You have to be able to pick up players from anywhere and everywhere. Uh, we have seen this, though. Like um, The foreign game has been a huge part of it, particularly at some institutions where they've been able to pick up foreign players who have a level of skill that we may not see here all the time, and they've been able to take advantage of that. So it's part of it. you got to team build. you got to do everything. Okay, now I'm going to touch on something which I really don't care that much, but I think we must touch on it. What about, and don't laugh, academic achievement? I mean, these kids right now in the bubble – I mean, how many weeks of school have they missed? Although, I guess in this day and age, you take school with Zoom, so you really don't miss anything. Maybe it's maybe I'm bad on this. Maybe I'm off base. Maybe I'm really wrong. Because if you're in your room and you can't go out anyway, and you're in that so-called bubble, that semi-bubble, you go in your room with your laptop and you take your courses. That's what you do. Yeah, now I think it's probably an easier transition after a year of virtual learning and schooling and those things. I think guys are probably more comfortable dealing with it. It's not ideal for everybody because some people need to be in the classroom. They need to have the physical interaction with their teachers, uh, their professors. But others are very, very comfortable living a virtual existence and being able to take their classes that way. So um, I think now more than ever, like in the bubble, it doesn't necessarily have to be as detrimental as it used to be to your 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 grades and some of the things you're trying to accomplish in the classroom. I could not see myself going to school in this day and age you know, in, in, in a virtual situation. I don't know how you felt, but to me, school was great. I mean, not so much going to the class, but meeting people, socializing, getting out at night, just doing stuff. I mean, to be cooped up in a room and not go out, that's not school because I think a major part of it is the growing up stage and the mm-hmm. socialization. Yeah, no, it's a huge part of it. Um, it's a big part of it. And so to to think about missing out on all of that, because 
I mean, college is supposed to be the best time of your life. Four or five years that you're there, you're able to kind of live in your own little bubble and do your own little thing. And I mean, it's fantasy land in a way, yeah. right? Like you, yeah. you kind of get. What to was play. it like on, on Tobacco Road? Give me, tell me about the parties there in North Carolina. <laughs> I, I mean, mean, come on, I got to hear. I mean, that would mean that I would have, that would have to attend. Some no of those names, parties, no but, names, but if it, but, it was wild. Well, like with, was, with my, if my mom is listening, like I wanted to know <laughs> that I was at the library, I was studying all the time. I didn't even get a chance to partake in any of those things. Yeah, However, but you got the degree, I've heard, no big right. I've heard. Yeah that um, the party game is nice in Chapel Hill. I bet um, it is. And every now is. and then, like, um, I might Especially if you're an athlete. I mean, it's nice I mean, for everybody. I mean, it's really. nice for everybody. But I would say, yeah, you're right. The basketball players had a ton of fun. Basketball players, like, they on the campus, you know? What about football is kind of like second nature down there? They're kind of the poor I mean, sister. It's not the same. I mean, you got to understand basketball is king. I kind mean, of like Kentucky, I guess, too. Kentucky yeah, is similar, the same way. Yeah. So, it's, so, it's, so why would you pick North Carolina if you knew football was not the mainstay? Because I always grew up wanting to be a Tar Heel. Like, I grew really? Up like, yeah, I grew up like 35 minutes down the road. Um, my best, like, all my heroes were basketball and football players. Lawrence Taylor was there. Um, mm-hmm. Jordan and all those those guys were 10, 11, 12 years old. So to think about those guys being in Carolina Blue, like I always wanted to be a part of that. So it was they always. They had a decent year this year in football, too. Oh, yeah. It's going to get better. The old man came back. I mean, he did well. Yeah, Coach Brown. Coach Brown, I it's like going to be better. They're getting close. Yeah. They're getting close yeah. to making it pop. All right. He's the man. He is Bucky Brooks. Get him on Twitter at Bucky Brooks or at Andy Furman FSR. No, don't get Bucky Brooks at Andy Furman FSR. That's me. I'm in for Jonas Knox. Or get us both. 877-99 on Fox is our phone number. You translate that to 877-996-6369. And, of course, in this hour, we have the NFL insider himself, Adam Kaplan, and the Iowa Minute. I tell you what, it doesn't get any better than that. What's the future? For one NFL quarterback, while the NFL insider himself, Adam Kaplan, tells you next. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to 
bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Adam Kaplan, FSR NFL Insider, Sirius XM NFL. Get him on Twitter, at Kaplan with a C, NFL. I'm Andy Furman in for Jonas Knox. He's Bucky Brooks, the pro. And, of course, we're broadcasting live from the Farmers Insurance. Fox Sports Radio Studios call 1-888-FARMERS to switch, and you can save a bundle on your auto insurance. Now, let's go to the celebrity. I do mean celebrity. Underline that. Hotline. Adam Kaplan joining us, Bucky Brooks and Andy Furman. Adam, how are you? Guys, good to talk to you. Quick question right out of the box. Uh-huh. What is next for Deshaun Watson? You tell me. <laughs> I mean, it, it, we got a legal case. Uh, we've got accusations is all we have right now. The NFL is going to do their investigation, and it's going to take time, guys. It's a very fluid situation. There's really nothing else to add other than what's out there. It's just it's amazing that all this came out um, all of a sudden. I'm not, a, I'm not taking any sides here. I'm just giving you an overview. Someone covers the National Football League. Um, Knowing Deshaun's character off the field of how many great things he's done for the community and charities and all that, and then to have these accusations come, it's almost hard to believe. But, I'm, I'm, again, my job is not to take sides here. My job is to kind of look at it, take an overview, uh, and see what happens here. That's all, we, that's all we can do, and it's obviously going to hold up any trade possibilities. There's zero chance that happens right now. You know, Adam, in thinking about that, based on what you know about the league, when we've seen these kind of situations, not necessarily like what Deshaun – Watson is alleged, but when you have players who have, I mean, this is a civil suit, but when you have these actions, when the league begins the investigation, does that mean an automatic move to the commissioner's exempt list, or will they play it out a little differently? Well, again, we're not also, first of all, we're not in season now. Mm, okay. We don't even know in May and June if we're going to have workouts. So th- that's that it'll come into play then if they feel like there's a reason to have him not do it, they'll do that. That That's that's a commissioner's and a league office decision to put him on the exemplist, which means he cannot be around for league, for team activities. We'll see if that happens. But look, this is this is a not only is this a serious situation. The one thing I do want to add, though, which is kind of different, this will depending on what the Texans also find out themselves. If they have any reason to believe that any of this is true, not only does it change whether they could actually trade, even to consider trading Deshaun Watson, they got to look for a new quarterback. 
Mm-hmm. That's just the reality of it. Tyrod Taylor's a placeholder for one year. Mm-hmm. This changes their offseason. I mean, it's just really incredible how, how this all came about. And you, you, by the way, you've got a new coaching staff. How do you like to be David Culley and, and Nick Casario <laughs> right now? You have no idea this is coming. None. Yeah. It amazes me. It really is. We're chatting with Adam Kaplan, FSR NFL Insider, Sirius XM NFL. Get him at Kaplan NFL on Twitter with a C. How surprised, Adam, were you that the Patriots re-sign their quarterback, Cam Newton? I was because if you looked at the whole situation, Andy, every sign was that Cam Newton wouldn't be coming back. Got wasn't benched, but should have been benched. They should have played Jared Stidham, their their fourth round pick from twenty nineteen. But the tell was with that the fact that Bill Belichick, the head coach, had a, had the ability to bench Cam Newton for the final few games and just get a look at the 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 former fourth round pick. He chose not to do that. And he played Cam when it was really tough watching him. Cam was just not playing well, and obviously they didn't help him a lot. He didn't have a lot of talent around him. But they now are, are banking on, uh, albeit for one year, and it's a really a, it's, it's backup money, but, and, and it doesn't preclude them from drafting a quarterback in the first round or even trading for one. They're going to get a look at Cam again. Now the hope is, again, that we have an offseason in May and June and they can get a better look at him. And you know, you know What's interesting about the, the Patriots situation I do want to mention is this time last year, they were so tight against the cap. Agents would tell me they couldn't even get veteran minimum deals from the Patriots. They just weren't signing anybody. They didn't have the money, the salary cap space. And this year, they got too much. They had between 70 and $80 million to start for agency. And Bill Belichick has been unbelievably aggressive. Have you ever seen him this aggressive in free agency? I can't remember a time that he's been mm-hmm. this aggressive. It's funny because you talk about the, the Patriots being crazy aggressive. The Indianapolis Colts obviously made the move to get Carson Wentz. Yep. They've also stood pat when it comes to salary cap space because – Maybe they want to do some deals with their own. What do you think about Carson Wentz? Because he had his first presser. What do you think about that situation <laughs> up in Indianapolis? You know, it was interesting, Bucky. He had – look, he he was sort of reflective. And the funny thing, I don't know if you guys know this, the Philadelphia media was banned from the press conference. Yes. Yeah. And then they allowed them to be in there. And they all know Carson. He knows them. But they asked some tough questions. And he gave some introspective answers. And he did admit he started thinking about his future at, when he got benched against uh, Green Bay, and whether and, and he, in other media interviews, he talked about uh, with I think Pat McAfee, he talked about how he started thinking about the Colts, and and quite frankly, as I'm told, that was the only team to make an offer. The Bear, I had reported that the Bears had backed out a week before he was act, the the trade was agreed to with the Colts, and um, it look it, the, the way I look at the Carson Wentz situation, folks, just going forward here. He's kind of SOL here. If, if it does not work out w- mm-hmm. with Frank Reich, his close friend, but they're very close, I just don't see him ever making it in the National Football League because this is a perfect situation. Really good football team, outstanding offensive line, though they need a left tackle. Really good general manager, a head coach and Frank Reich, who loves the Wentz. They're very close. They're, um, you know, Frank did a good job, along with John D. Filippo, of developing him in 2016, 2017. As you know, 19 and 20, and particularly 20, were a disaster. Mm-hmm. You just don't know at 28 years old where he's at in his career. Can he regain it? I don't know that. Uh, quick, quick, uh, uh, Adam. So in Philadelphia, do they think he's a baby? Do they feel like Carson Wentz is baby? I don't want to get you in trouble, but like if you there's were the normal, if you were the normal yeah, Philadelphia fan, yeah, like knowing what we know about Philadelphia with the Rocky statue and all that, is there a sense that like he's a big baby because he wouldn't fight for his job and stuff like that? Yeah, they were. So, so when some of the stuff came out from various reports about he was not happy about them drafting Jalen Hurts, um, and then obviously there was some stuff leaked 
reports were in December that uh, if he wasn't the starter, he'd won out. I don't even think that had anything to do with it in the end. He just won it out. I'm told by multiple people the closest situation. He just won it out. He had enough of the Eagles. And I think the fans kind of turned on him. Not quite as bad as some other situations over the years in in that market. But I could tell you, yeah, I think you make a fair point. Which, by the way, not a lot of people are talking about. It is true here in Philly, particularly in sports talk radio. They just had enough. They... The thing that you can't do, and particularly in this market, the reason why Ron Jaworski is beloved, Jaws never complained, despite being mm-hmm. sacked a record number of times and it, it, it not ending well with him when the Eagles drafted Randall Cunningham. He never complained once. He could have. And then you see all these reports that are attributed to Carson. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. I'm, it's, I'm surprised you know that. How did you know that that uh, the fans were on his case? Did you read that somewhere? It's pretty <laughs> no. amazing. Like, you knew that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, like, Most people I, out of our this market don't know that. You nailed it. Yeah, you yeah nailed it, it. It, it just it just makes sense because Philadelphia, like, look, they you love know? you, but, like, yep. if, you're not, if you're not built like they are, they have well, no time. You've got to be accountable. Yeah. you got to be accountable here, it, especially in this market. This is a top four media market, and the, the media is tough here. Carson talked about this. The media is tough here. And you know what the ironic part about it is, guys? When the Eagles drafted Wentz, well, it wasn't their call. I mean, the, the, the Rams are going to draft Goff, but they were going to draft Wentz if they had the number one pick or the number two pick. That's They drafted Wentz in, partially because they thought Goff could not handle the Philadelphia market. Isn't it ironic? Man, that's And great. at the end, Carson just had issues with uh, everything. Adam, I'm going to show you that I have a heart because I feel right now for Derek Carr. The Vegas Raiders (laughs) have moved on from four of their five starting offensive linemen. (laughs) Why? If I'm Derek Carr right now, I'm taking out more life insurance. Well, I would say this, though, Andy. They're bringing back back Richie Incognito. Now, he's back on a one-year deal. We'll see if he's healthy enough. You know, he's in his mid-30s now. But, yeah, the the three guys are definitely gone. Um, it's a concern. Now, they've added speed with John Ross, and uh, they added Kenyon Drake. I mean, they're, offensively, they're going to be good, but your point is well taken. They've got to protect him better. They're, they're going to get younger, the offensive line. They know that. They know they had it to, but the big issue, Andy, is not their offense. It's their defense. Their defense was oh. absolutely atrocious last season. Terrible. And, they, and, and John Gruden, who has personnel controls, not drafted well in defense. They, they reached for Cleveland Farrell. Now, they tried to trade out two years ago. They didn't. He was basically, as I heard it, a, a, a pick who should have gone in the mid to late 20s, and they drafted him fourth overall. That was a reach. Mm. He, hasn't, he hasn't done a thing in, in two years. They've not drafted well in the secondary. Their, their, their pass rush is poor. They overspent at linebacker, and uh, they've not developed their secondary. And now, now Gus, Gus Bradley comes in off of a tough year with the, the Chargers. He's got to recharge himself. And, and Gus is a good defensive coach, but it, the, the talent level on defense has just not been good enough. You know, Mike Mayock talked about it. Their general manager, they got to draft better. And it starts on defense. You know, Adam, is, uh, I guess the deal came down today. Kenny Galladay going to the New York Giants. Mm-hmm. Is it four years, $72 yeah, million? Four, yeah. Something, and he was, yeah, it's a good deal, though. Good I mean, deal. It's something like that. Okay, so. 18 a year, yeah. 18 a year. Would they have been better off just to keep Odell Beckham Jr. a couple years ago? Like, I, well, it's I, not like they knew that. Yeah, but that was an, that was an issue. That was an issue where Dave Gettleman didn't want him on the team anymore. He just didn't. He didn't like him. Uh, he didn't draft him, and he wanted off the roster. Yeah, Kenny DeGalladay is coming off a season where he missed 11 games. I'm told that the hip injury, what happened was he was actually going to come back weeks 12 or 13, and he re-injured his hip, I'm told. So uh, he was fine. I mean, it was just he had a setback with it, and that's why he, they decided to shut him down. It, it had nothing – it was nothing nefarious. It wasn't like he was faking it. It was actually real. And he's a true ex-receiver. He's a true number one receiver. Mm-hmm. And you, you, look at their, you look at the talent that Dave – as much as I've criticized Dave Gettleman, mm-hmm. if you look at what he's put together there – 
Darius Slayton could run, although he didn't have a good season last year, but he can run. Sterling Shepard's a good slot receiver. Mm-hmm. Evan Ingram, I know he's been a disappointment, but he's athletic. He did play all 16 games, and, and Barkley's coming back. There's a lot of talent there. The issue is their offensive line. They do not have a very good offensive line, and Gettleman's got to rebuild it. Adam, quickly, i got to ask you this. If you had to, want to need any proof whatsoever about the franchise of the Houston Texans, why they're in disarray, they traded for the backup quarterback of the Bengals, Ryan Finley. Yeah, that was surprising. I, I didn't get understand it. that at all. I mean, there are backup quarterbacks. Obviously, he doesn't want – obviously, that when you look at the, the GM, Nick Casario, he didn't want A.J. McCarron back. At least to this point, he hasn't resigned him. But don't forget, Tyrod Taylor's there. So maybe I'm thinking he must have liked Casario, must have liked Finley, who'll be the third string quarterback. But here's the thing we don't know because of Watson's situation when he's going to be available. And Tyrod Taylor is an insurance policy. The guy started a lot of games. He's a high character guy, does things the right way. And, you know, he had the freak uh, accident. It wasn't his fault. They, they, uh, the medical issue was not of of his doing, it was a medical mistake with his uh, rehab of his injury last year. Uh, he'll be the backup right now, and they, they're sure hoping he's not the starter. They didn't sign him to be the starter. So that's, that's a situation. By the way, the Texans are flipping the roster. A lot, of, a lot of players have been moved. They've acquired players, and they've signed players. They're, Nick Casario has really, uh, really just changed over that roster a, a lot. He's Adam Kaplan, FSR's NFL insider. Get him on SiriusXM NFL. And, of course, get him on Twitter at Kaplan with a C, Kaplan NFL. Adam, as always, thank you for your time. Stay well. Sounds good, guys. Thanks. All right. He is my partner, Bucky Brooks. I'm Andy Furman for Jonas Knox. And the question of the day, did Tom Brady make them do this? We'll explain that next. But first, Ralph Irvin has the latest. Halftime, essentially, on the day of NCAA basketball. It is day two of round one, and there's just one game going on right now on the floor as everybody kind of takes a break, but that is in the West where number six Southern Cal is a 69-56 lead over number 11 Drake, just 138 remaining in that contest. They're about to get started with the next contest. That will be number two Iowa taking on number 15 Grand Canyon also in the West bracket. Earlier in the West wins for number three Kansas and number five Creighton in the east bracket number two alabama does get the win 57 50 over number 15 iona number one michigan number four florida state number five colorado number eight lsu we're all winners today in the nba atlanta 99 94 win over the la lakers the hawks now 8-0 since nate mcmillan took over as their head coach lebron james did not finish this game left with an ankle injury He's having an MRI as we speak. News from the NFL. Ian Rappaport says that Xavier Rhodes has agreed to a one-year deal. He will stay with the Indianapolis Colts. The Bears release cornerback Kyle Fuller. He goes to the Broncos on a one-year, $9.5 million deal. Kenny Galladay agrees to a four-year, $72 million deal with the New York Giants. And no fans will be traveling overseas to go to the Tokyo Olympics. They are not going to be welcomed. As we send it back now to Andy Furman and Bucky Brooks. Thank you, Ralph. See you in about an hour. They spent the bundle. That's right around the corner. In fact, my name is Andy Furman. I'm in for Jonas Knox. He's Bucky Brooks. He needs no introduction. He's a pro. Pro all the way, top to bottom. And we're broadcasting live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call 1-888-FARMERS and you can save a whole lot of something on auto insurance. And the good news is, I'd say in about seven minutes from now, we're going to have the Iowa Minute with Iowa Sam. But right now... 
Bucky, I, I think Adam Catlin touched on this, how basically Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots almost broke the bank thus far in free agency. They needed a tight end. They needed a wide receiver. They needed a defensive tackle. Uh, and maybe, I'm thinking, maybe the result of Tom Brady's success putting pressure on the Patriots and Bill Belichick in particular. I don't know if he necessarily is looking at the Tom Brady situation as that put pressure on him. I think this situation, like Adam outlined, this was a team that was really tight to the cap a season ago. The money opened up. Now they have a ton of money with a very restrictive salary cap. So a lot of teams are shedding all of the these veterans. And so it gave them an opportunity to really do some bargain shopping. I think when you look at the deals, they didn't go crazy in terms of the amount of money they paid to one player. They were able to get a handful of players to come and play. And I believe this really brings them back because it's, a, it's, it's kind of a moment – for them to turn back the clock. They can turn back the clock, go back to playing like they did in the early 2000s, a little more conservative, a little more ball control, run-centric, allow their defense to help them because I think that defense is going to be lights out with these veterans that they've added. And then you give Cam Newton another opportunity. And I know a lot of people talk about how bad Cam played, and he didn't play well as a passer. But remember, he still scored 12 touchdowns on the he ground. Rushed. Yeah, he rushed. Yeah, that's the second most. 500 yards, Yeah, I think. second most. Um, that he's had in a season in his career. And so now you get a full offseason, you get him with his guys back, you got the two tight ends where now they can create these matchup problems and he can run it and they can do the power running. Could be some well, problems. Could be some but problems. But now the pressure's on Cam Newton because now he's got some people who could catch the football. He had no receivers last year, but I think that the Patriots did spend a lot for Nelson Aguilar. They really did. He only had, what, something like 40, 45 receptions a year mm-hmm. ago, and they gave him, what, 26 mil for two years. That's a lot of, that's a lot of change. That is, it really that, is. That, is, that is a lot of change, and he does have to uh, kind of step up. But the way this team is constructed, he's facing one-on-one coverage all the time, not only because of the two tight ends that they have in John New Smith and Hunter Henry, but because they're going to run the football, I would expect to see them add a running back at some point. Um, there's been talk and discussion about them maybe doing going after play, Lombardi Lenny. Uh, I was going to call him playoff Lenny, but Lombardi, Leonard Fournette, uh, maybe another power runner. But they're going mm-hmm. to do some things. But this, this is going to be a team that it's not going to light it up like they've done in Tom Brady's heyday. But this is a team that is going to play old-school smash-mouth football, and they're going to kind of hit you in the mouth, and they're going to lean on their defense. Well, you know what? Really and truly, if they make a couple of changes here and there, and they're doing that right now, they can seriously be in the mix because I think there's still some question marks with the Dolphins. Mm -hmm. The Buffaloes right now are the class of the pack there, but Mm -hmm. the Jets are going nowhere, I don't think. I don't think they have anything to worry about there. So I think New England can still be a playoff team next year. Absolutely. I think they absolutely can be a playoff team. And I expect them to be a playoff team. I think I think they're going to be a thorn in the side of the Buffalo Bills. Even though the Bills won the division last year, I think they still understand who the Patriots are and how long the Patriots have dominated that division. I think this is shaping up to be a very, very competitive race between the Buffalo Bills and the New England Patriots. I tell you what, though, this team, I'm talking about New England right now, has always been built on that tight end situation. They had Gronk before, mm-hmm. but Hunter Henry right now, I looked at his stats, had like at least 550 receiving yards in his last three active seasons, a career-high 650-something back in 19, and he only played 12 games that year. So this guy really and truly can fill a tremendous void in New England. He absolutely can fill a huge void in New England, and it gives them an opportunity to play the style that they always want to play because this is a team that has always killed opponents with 
two tight ends on the field, being able to balance it out, being able to dictate the terms, whether you stay in base or whether you play knuckle or do any of those things, they can control it, and they're going to run the football. Make no mistake that this is going to be a team that is run-oriented. They're going to run the football, and they're going to try and find a way to maximize what Cam Newton can bring to the table, and that might be primarily as a runner. And so we'll see this team continue to play because one thing we know, they're going to win those categories that don't necessarily require talent, and they're going to make you beat them. And it's hard for some teams to to take care of the ball and, and, and beat the Patriots at their game. Right, and it's funny you talk about quarterbacking with Cam Newton. I look at the Chicago Bears. I mean, the Chicago Bears, to me, and I'm, I'm not a great history buff, but I'm going to go back and say the last time they had a normal quarterback, and I'm not even counting when they won the Super Bowl, maybe when Sid Luckman played quarterback for the Chicago Bears. There's a team that's always been built on defense. They've never had a quarterback, and they screwed things up this year. They offered a boatload for Russell Wilson. They introduced Andy Dalton, and when they introduced him, they say he's the starting quarterback. There's no competition. And you know, as a player, I think competition is wonderful. I think all teams need to have competition amongst their players to bring out the best in their players. I mean, I understand the desire to want to compete, but the reason Andy Dalton signed there is because Bill Lazor is the offense coordinator there. Who was in Cincinnati with him. Since he was in Cincinnati with him, there's a level of comfort that we saw. And so I just think this is a situation where you want – he wanted to be wanted and valued, and I think in Chicago he certainly has that. Well, we'll see what happens there. He is Bucky Brooks. I'm Andy Furman. I'm in for Jonas Knox. And the only thing of importance that has ever come out of this state is all ours. It's the Iowa Minute, and it's all yours next. Can't wait. Iowa Minute right around the bend about 14 minutes before the top of the hour. This is Fox Sports Saturday. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Andy Furman in for Jonas Knox. And we're broadcasting live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call Farmers today. For a quote, and Buck, I've heard so much about this Iowa Minute, I can't wait. So, uh, without further ado, let's go to Iowa Sam. Hey, got a minute? Hey, is this heaven? No, it's Iowa. Like you give a damn. Now presenting the most up-to-date happenings from Iowa's four Division I teams. Ladies and gentlemen, cows and pigs, it's the Iowa Minute. Here's Iowa Sam. Iowa Sam. Andy, this is uh, this is your second Iowa Minute experience, correct? I know. I'm back for more. I couldn't get enough. All right. Well, uh, blessed you are to be a part of it. Uh, this isn't Bucky's first rodeo. Uh, he'll, <laughs> he'll hold your hand if you need. Uh, just let him know. Uh, let's do this, shall we? Let's get through this. That's my new saying for the Iowa Minute. Kind of have to endure it. Well, the Iowa State men's basketball program, following its historically awful 2-22 season, acted swiftly and fired head coach Steve Prohm on Monday. Prohm came from Murray State and got to the Sweet 16 in his first season, won the Big 12 Conference Tournament in year two and won it again in year four, but had losing seasons in three of his final four seasons, including this year's 0-18 conference record. It seemed like only 30 minutes went by after the firing before Iowa State announced the hiring of T.J. Otzelberger, previously of UNLV as Iowa State's next men's basketball coach. Otzelberger, a former assistant and associate head coach during some great times at Iowa State. Uh, he was just uh, 29 and 30 in two seasons at UNLV, but did lead South Dakota State to two NCAA tournament bids and a couple of league titles. We can't forget our no, one. No, wait a minute. Sam, I'm going to say one thing. I'm going to wait one Yes. Minute. 
They were in Ames. They're zero and eighteen. They went zero and eighteen you, this year. It's Bucky a, a and really I could sit year. on the bench and be zero and eighteen. I could have a sandwich, a sub sandwich <laughs> on the bench and be zero. How the hell do you go zero and eighteen? I, I, I don't know. I mean, come on. It's it's it's. I don't know if. Iowa State ever had That's a bad of a season. I think you could throw shots from half court and end up winning a game for Iowa State. I could pick a starting lineup out of a hat. I got five guys out of a telephone book and not go 0-18. <laughs> yeah, it, it's crazy. But they hired T.J. Otzelberger trying to turn it around. Um, but, hey, guys, uh, we can't forget about our wonderful farmers uh, and our wonderful sponsors here at the Iowa Minute. It's starting to thaw out in the Midwest. Farmers are cleaning their gear. And that short T.J. Otzelberger bio brought to you by... Up to the minute grain prices. You got to hear grain prices, Andy. You got to hear them. About damn time, Andy. Andy, what do you know about winter wheat? Anything? I, I don't know anything about summer wheat. Well, never mind. Is there a difference? Yes. Okay, let's get down to who is actually in the dance. Drake and Iowa, the Bulldogs, making their first tourney appearance since 2008, faced off against Wichita State Thursday night in an 11-11 play-in game. And the rust definitely showed Drake had six points through the first 13 minutes. Oh, <laughs> uh, but this bulldog got nasty and turned it on. Up top, Gilbert probing dribble, stepping back, barely holding a pivot, coughs it up, turnover, Yesufu, one on one, the other end, aggressive tank, and he dunks, posterizes Clarence Jackson. Westwood won radio on the call, a college football halftime score, 21 20. Second half, last few seconds, Drake at risk to get shocked on a buzzer beater by. Shocker, uh, buzzer beater three by Shocker Altry Gilbert, like they did by Western Kentucky, your Western Kentucky Hilltoppers, Andy, in yes. 2008. Here's how the final second sounded on Westwood One Radio. Wichita State, five seconds. Gilbert up the floor, three seconds. Gilbert for the win, a three! Off the rim, a miss! And Drake celebrates! 53-52, defeating the Shockers. Wow, Drake holds on, 53-52. Jo- Joseph... Yasufu, 21 points. That was Drake's first NCAA tournament win in 50 years. On the day. In 50 years. 50 years on the Whoa. day. March 18th, 1971. March 18th, 2021. Dogs were really great back then. They went, they went to three straight Elite Eights. That was their final one in 1971. So here we are Saturday. Drake in the round of 64 taking on six-seed USC. Really competitive first half. 40-37 to 37 USC at the break. But the Mobley brothers of Southern California made a big impact on this game. Here's Edie up top. Mobley calling for it on the low block instead of Isaiah Mobley's going to pull the trigger on a three and it's good. Isaiah Mobley from the right wing hits the triple. USC by six. Uh, Westwood won radio once again. That was older brother Isaiah Mobley. USC would pull away in the second half, 72-56. to 56. A wonderful season for Drake, ending at 26-5. Yosefu once again, brilliant, 26 points. No other Bulldogs in double figures. Evan and Isaiah Mobley combined for 32 points, 16 boards, and four blocks. All right, two-seed Iowa. They are currently underway. Uh, the highest seeding for the Hawkeyes in, uh, where's my music? There it is. It's the highest seeding for the Iowa in more than three decades. Unanimous All-American Luca Garza and his Hawks taking on 15-seed Grand Canyon University. The Antelopes, but they're located in Phoenix, not actually in the Grand Canyon. Lopes coming out of the WAC, the Western Athletic Conference, which I thought dissolved a few years ago. But apparently the basketball end of it is still active. This is uh, This game is, again, currently underway. And... Um, Iowa came in about a 13 to 14 point favorite. 13 8 as we speak, Iowa. Yes, thir- well, now 13 to 10, 13, 30 left in the first half. Uh, by the way, guys, Iowa gave head coach Fran McCaffrey a contract extension earlier this week. 
And uh, yeah, uh, quickly some FCS ball. Missouri State is up on uh, Northern Iowa at the half, ten to three in uh, in uh, that conference. And Drake beat Valparaiso seventy to six. And I'll end the Iowa minute with this. I'd like to wish my parents, Susan and Mike, a happy forty fifth wedding anniversary. Mazel tov. The only thing that lasted hey. longer was Drake's NCAA tournament wind drought, which ended Thursday. <laughs> and um, Andy, we actually have some uh, breaking news, so I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to go ahead and send you on over to Ralph Irvin with some breaking news. Breaking news from Fox Sports. Well, we had expected something like this. It has happened. The first game has been called due to COVID nineteen. Oh issues and Oregon will be advancing in the NCAA tournament Virginia Commonwealth having some COVID-19 protocol issues and they are out of the Mm. NCAA tournament so we are wondering if this would happen it will not be played tonight it was supposed to be one of the last games of the evening but again Virginia Commonwealth COVID-19 issues they will go home Oregon will advance to the round of 32. And they will play the winner of the Iowa Grand Canyon game. Correct. They will. And mm. So, an interesting uh, circumstances there, but uh, not wholly unexpected. But there right. you go. And, and Ralph, if I may ask, when were they tested just prior to the game or early this morning? When was that test done, do you know? Well, they've been tested uh, periodically throughout their time there, but I think the last results come in a few hours before the game and... They're, they, you know, So, probably these last tests were probably done this morning or last night. Wow, not good, not good. I just hope it's the the first and only one. That's all I hope. Yep, yep, absolutely. Right, sounds good. All right. Uh, Is there any more Iowa Minute? Uh, That's all she wrote. Okay, good. Well, one quick question, if I may ask you, Sam. Uh, In the state of Iowa, there's not that many sporting activities. You have the college sports. What do they do or what are you going to do after the college basketball season's over? I mean, college baseball, what are you going to do in Iowa for the Iowa Minute? Oh, we'll keep active. Don't worry. There's wrestling. There's all that stuff wrapping up right now. Sounds great. Hey, you could never do this in a million years. We'll tell you all about it. Where? A Fox Sports Saturday. Next! Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to 
bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's hard, unpaid work. We'll explain that in a minute. But let me introduce who we are. He is Bucky Brooks, a pro. I'm Andy Furman in for Jonas Knox, and we're broadcasting live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call 1-888-FARMERS to switch, and you could save big on your auto insurance. It's really the best thing you could do with your phone in a few minutes. Just call 1-888-FARMERS and start saving today. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. And now, without further ado, it is my pleasure to introduce... My friend and partner, the brains of this outfit, really, the man who's carried this show, a pro from the top to bottom, the Tar Heel himself, Mr. Tar Heel, Bucky Brooks. Hello, Buck. How are you? It's a pleasure to be with you today. It really is. No, man. A lot of fun. A lot of fun on the show. We got got one more hour. Let's make sure we crush it. The hour of power. Yes, it is. And by the way, listening to Ralph Irvin at the top of the hour saying that VCU is out, Oregon advances with the COVID test really shook me up a little bit because everything was going so smoothly. Even some fans in the stands that I was watching. And now uh, it's not good because I just hope it doesn't spread. We'll see what happens, but I hope not. But the NCAA tournament, I want to touch on it with you, if I may. The easiest part in my mind is playing the game because I just happened to think about the sacrifices being made. You know, when the COVID thing hit, you got to say to yourself, look at the sacrifices these young men have made, and young women too, on the women's side of the tournament, what they've made, sacrifices without making a dime, without getting paid, isolated for an entire year, no money. I think that's somewhat of exploitation. They exist in this semi-bubble to prevent the COVID-19 outbreak, but VCU had gotten it, so I'm sorry to hear that. You can't meet with their parents. They can't meet with significant others who have come to see them play. You can't even leave the hotel to go downtown in Indianapolis. There's no hanging out with the other team members. Look, they even have to keep their distance from their teammates, no roommates, and when they have the meals together, they got to be spaced out. This is crazy. I don't think I could do it. I guess you could. You have more willpower than me because you played the game. You were an athlete. I don't think I'd want to do it. I, I, I don't know if the average person could even realize. I think we should discuss this. I mean, what these kids and the young men and women, what they're going through, it doesn't make any sense. They're playing and practicing together, but they can't live together. I don't get it. I really don't. 
No, it's, I mean, it's a tough situation. Like, they're they're making a serious sacrifice. But I would say that, I mean, going all the way back to the college football season, um, student-athletes have been asked to make major sacrifices, um, I guess, for our entertainment. And so it's one of these things where you want to make sure that they're being rewarded for their efforts. And so you want to make sure that they have everything that they need uh, to be successful, to be successful on the field, on the court, also in the classroom. You know, it, part of that is the trade-off. Um, when you sign a scholarship and those things, you're representing the university and all of that other stuff. And so that's that's part of the deal. But they should be commended on the sacrifices that they made because who knows, man, you, you go back a, a year from from now, like, and you think back, we didn't even think sports were going to be able to be played. Right. And they've been able to find a way to navigate through these difficult circumstances to be able to put a product on the field and on the court that we all like. And so they should be commended. You, you made a statement. You say they did it for our entertainment. I'm going to take offense with that. I'm going to say no. They did it for the almighty dollar. That's why they played football. <laughs> That's why they played basketball. There was no fall sports. There was no soccer. There was no track and field. There was no swimming because they're non-revenue sports. So they did it for the dollar. That's why the, the universities and colleges went out there and pushed as hard as they can. The Ivy League has not had sports for two years now. It's been no Ivy League mm-hmm. football, no Ivy League basketball for two years. And I, and I sort of commend them, although these kids that want to play – sports and they went to school for that purpose, not necessarily for the main purpose to play sports in the Ivy League uh, because not many of them really go to the next level from the Ivy League, but at least the Ivy League had the foresight to say, look, it's not safe. It's mm-hmm. not 100% safe. And, and the other leagues pushed and fought and even parents got involved, but it was all about the money because there's a lot of money to be had and a, mo- a lot of money was lost. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of money uh, lost. A lot of money that... Um You'll see, like, the teams are trying to recoup and, and, and get their money back from seasons not being able to be played and those things. And so I understand I understand why they did it. The NCAA tournament was shut down a year ago. They had to find a way to get it done this year. We didn't think we would see college football, but college football um, was able to be played. We crowned a national champion. And so it's, it's one of those deals where we have to understand that there's some risk involved and those who are willing to take the risk, we're very appreciative of their efforts because – it does allow. It is really for our entertainment. Whether we talk about the yeah, Almighty okay. Dottie, but Almighty Dollar, but it's really for our entertainment to be able to see something and do something. Because let's be honest, Andy, it was miserable those those weeks where we didn't have sports on, and we're just kind of right. looking at reruns and all that other stuff. And so, um, guys stepped up and they participated. Look, I'll meet you halfway. I agree. It is for our entertainment. And and selfishly, I want to see them play. And, of course, I don't want to see anybody get COVID. I don't want to see the things get forfeited like they did with Virginia Commonwealth today. But, however, I I will say this. It takes a special individual. And, honestly, I don't think I could do it. I don't (laughs) think I could go. I really – I don't know how the NBA did it. I mean, think about that. I don't know how you could do that. I, I understand that you're given everything on a silver platter. You know, you can't leave the room, but you get everything sent to you. Everything you need is there. Uh, the, the food, the laundry services, everything you want is given to you. However, it's like in life when you know you can't have something. If someone tells me I can't have ice cream, I want ice cream. You know, that's just <laughs> that's the way it is. If I can't have a pizza, I want pizza. That's, you know, that's human nature. You, you want something that you can't have. And if you can't leave the room, you want to leave the room. That's just the way it is. That is absolutely the way it is. And that's the way it's always going to be. It's just one of those deals <laughs> that is just funny to um, it's funny to see. But, yeah, like I, I, I commend them because I don't know the, the bubble, the NBA bubble, the NCAA bubble. Man, that is tough. 
and you're talking about weeks and weeks on uh-huh. end, just kind of being locked down. Uh, it's a difficult, it's a difficult thing to navigate for sure. I, I I don't understand. I'll tell you, go one step further. I mean, I understand everybody has their reasonings behind it, political reasoning, social reasoning, whatever it may be. Uh, but there was a, a pushback from the NBA players that they didn't want to do promos on TV for the vaccination. I don't understand. I don't understand why they have such a great platform. If LeBron James goes on TV with a PSA and says, I took the vaccine, I want you to take it. You know how many kids and parents of those kids are going to go out there and get the vaccine? I mean, I just don't get it. I understand why. I mean, if there's a drawback, if they have some sort of a a retaliation with the vaccine. But if they went on there with a doctor, and I've seen a lot of public service announcements on TV with doctors and nurses saying that I took it, I had no problem, you should take it too. I don't know why the athletes don't do it. They have such a stage. They have such a platform. Use it, please. I'm begging them to use it, really. Yeah, no, I think it's a difficult thing because I think you have to understand, like, um, in certain communities, there's a, a level of distrust when it comes right? to yeah. vaccinations and those things. And so I think guys are treading lightly when it comes to it. I believe it's, it's up to the individual. I think if you believe that uh, you can pay it for by um, promoting and pushing and advocating for guys to get vaccinated, then I think you should do that. But I don't think it should be something that you feel that is – it's thrust upon you to kind of be in that role, to be in that platform, just because of the platform that you're given. Right. It's certainly it's your decision. You can do whatever you want to do. And, and I'm glad to see that David Stern has not made it a mandate that the players have to do that. But I'm going to throw out two words to you and everybody else when I hear about people who have the pushback for the vaccine. Polio and seatbelts. Why do I mean that? I was a young tyke <laughs> going to school when everybody was getting polio shots, okay? I don't remember anybody having a pushback about taking polio shots. And when they came out with a mandate that everybody has to wear seatbelts in their car, no one said, oh, it's my right, I could do whatever I want to do. There was no pushback on seatbelts, was there? Maybe I'm missing something. <laughs> Polio, man, way to take it all the way back. Yes, well, I, get I was it. a I get young tyke oh, in school. I mean, Everybody's getting polio shots when I was like uh, in elementary school. Yeah, no, I get it. Seat belts and those things. It, it ultimately, you would like to think that people believe in science and they trust the scientists when it comes to these things. Um, flu shots. COVID-19 shots, all those things. You want to put yourself in the best position to be able to Well, I think people were were nervous because the vaccine came about so fast, so quickly. And I think that's just a credit to the scientists and the people in our country that got it done. Absolutely. Uh, They say it takes years, but it it took like six, seven months, which is an amazing feat. Yeah, it it has been remarkable to see how it's gone. It's been remarkable also to see the numbers come down. And so... um, Good. Yeah, it seems like we're turning the corner when it comes to the pandemic, and so hopefully it'll continue. And look, I know you're a sports fan. Would you consider or do you consider going to to games – to, as a spectator this year, because I'm I'm still a little hesitant, although I've had my shots. But, you know, when, when the baseball season starts, I love going to baseball games, but I, I'm going to wait a little bit. And they've made an announcement, at least here in the Cincinnati area, that they're not going to have the concessionaires going around up and down the aisles, which is mm. bad for me because I don't want to get off my rear end to have to walk to get a hot dog and a beer, you know, mm. like when they came right to them. So I they want to, they're going to put more additional stands in and around the concourse area, but they're not going to have the people go going up and down the aisles. They just want to keep people safe, I guess. Yeah, they want to keep people safe. And look, I think it's one of those things that will continue to be navigated. Just think about how much things have changed. Like, think about all the restaurants that were in the buffet business. No more. That no no more. That again. And so then when you think about 
going to a game and all the other stuff and hands exchanging food and all those other things. I think they're trying to do away with all of that stuff. So we'll we'll see. It'd be a def, it definitely will be a different experience when we go to games. But man, I'll be so happy to go to games. What what kind of mask are you wearing now? Do you have a special mask? Because I was sent a Fox Sports Radio mask. No, I don't have I don't have a Fox yeah. Sports Radio mask, but I would I would really? rock one if I if I had one. I, I know you I would. Have, I could I get have, you mine. I'll mail it to if you want. Yeah, but I, uh, I, I, I did I did get a mask. It looks like a a you really and truly it looks so li- lifelike. Uh, it's a picture of a man with a beard smoking a cigar. And when I walk into various places, people are frightened. They say, I like your mask. And I come back and say, wait a minute, what mask? So that's, that's how lifelike it looks. So that, that's my favorite. I, I may continue to wear a mask even when the mandate says you don't have to wear masks anymore. I enjoy wearing a mask. You do? Like you, Halloween's my favorite day of the year. I like, like, I like you masks. Like, you like being hidden a little bit. Because I'm not that good looking. I like to wear a mask. Mm. I don't, I don't want to scare It's all in people. the eyes, Andy. It's all in the eyes. There you go. Right. That's what my wife said, really. <laughs> all right. We move along right now. He's Bucky Bro. I'm Andy Furman. You can, if you wish, get us on Twitter and we'll answer your tweets. And we may even retweet them at Bucky Brooks, at Andy Furman FSR, or 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. We have Pro Football Focus's Bruce Gradkowski coming up. He's in the deck circle. And, of course, the weird world of Ralph. We got that this hour as well. So what are we waiting for? There's no competition for this position. And Bruce Gradkowski tells you why next. Bruce Gradkowski coming right up. I'm Andy Furman in for Jonas Knox. I'm alongside of the man himself, Bucky Brooks. And, of course, we're broadcasting live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call Farmers today for a quote. Now, let's go to the celebrity hotline and the one and only Bruce Gradkowski, 11-year NFL vet and analyst for Pro Football Focus. Get him on Twitter at bgradkowski5, direct from Tony Pacos in Toledo. Bruce Gradkowski with Bucky Brooks and Andy Furman. Hello, Bruce. How are you? Hey, what's up, guys? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Everything is wonderful. Are you with Tony Pacos right now? Man, you know what? No, but I actually, Andy, you, don't, you might not know, but I own a restaurant in Toledo called Social. So I am... Oh. I am actually crushing that right now. Some Baja fish tacos, so salmon tacos, a kale salad with chicken. So it's, it's not bad. A little uh, strawberry basil mule on the side. So good stuff. <laughs> I may have to come up and visit and forget about the other place. I won't mention that anymore. But it looks like there won't be a competition for the quarterback position in Chicago this year. Maybe competition in restaurants in Toledo, but no for quarterbacks in Chicago. <laughs> Why would the Bears hand the position to Andy Dalton? You know, I mean, that's a good question. I I think, you know, the thing that stinks about the Bears situation is once the news came out, they tried to trade for Russell Wilson pretty good, and that fell through. Now everyone's disappointed they signed Andy Dalton. I mean, look, I backed up Andy for a few years in Cincinnati, and he's a good quarterback. He's smart. He's accurate. He's going to know where to go with the football. And then they have a good team around them. So I like the signing, but I also think it's a year too late. You know, I was on the Andy Dolan train last year because I knew the relationship with him and Bill Lazor. They've worked together before, and I didn't know why they didn't go down that route last year. So I think they're just a year too late on it. But in the other sense, Andy's a more accurate passer than the guys they've had, especially more than Trubisky. So, hey, at least they get a veteran quarterback, but I still don't think they're done in that room. I mean, if you're the Bears, you got to get it right. I mean, Ryan Pace has gone through QB after QB and still has a job. So th- this year's 
like super important to make sure they get this thing right. You know, thinking about getting it right, uh, the L.A. Rams introduced Matthew Stafford after a long delay. What do you think about the fit? Because we really haven't talked about it intensely. What do you think about Sean McVay working with Matthew Stafford? What do you expect? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited for it because as I grade every throw for Pro Football Focus every week, you know, the last few years, I'm like, man, Stafford's slinging it. And before two years ago when he got hurt, he was playing lights out. And even this past year, man, he, his arm talent is unbelievable. Like the way the different slots he can release the football from, it's just fun to watch. And now teamed up with an offensive mastermind in Sean McVay, I can't wait to see this offense because you got to think McVay was kind of strategically, you know, scheming this offense around Jared Goff and his strengths and what he can do. And now he's going to do the same thing, but with Matthew Stafford, you know, Matthew Stafford and Jared Goff, both quarterbacks, very good in play action pass, uh, both kind of graded the same, you know, very similar in those areas for us. Uh, But Matthew Stafford talking about 20 plus yards downfield, the Duke can it's bombs away. So I can't wait to see what this offense looks like because you have a veteran signal caller, a guy that's a gritty, tough competitor. Um, I'm excited to see it. You know, and it's important, it's important for McVay in his career. Same thing with Stafford. I mean, they didn't trade for Stafford just to get back to the playoffs. So, I mean, that, that's the thing, man, we're going to be sitting here a year from now and that's when we're going to judge uh, how this trade really did work out. He's Bruce Gradkowski, 11-year NFL vet and analyst for Pro Football Focus. And uh, this kind of question, I believe, Bruce, has gone under the radar. Now, we know that the quarterback situation is open, so to, so to speak, in New Orleans. But what do the Saints do? Is it Jameis Winston or is it Taysom Hill? You know, well, I love uh, Taysom Hill. I mean, he, he's just a football player, right? So he's a no-brainer as far as to have on your roster and a guy that can play multiple different positions and you can rely on and count on. Uh, but I'm also, I'm excited though, to see Winston in this offense. I mean, you got to think the last few years, Drew Brees, the, the just, um, you know, surge, how surgical he is to pick defenses apart. But now you have Jameis Winston with his arm, with his big play ability. So that's another one. I can't wait to see Sean Payton drawing up plays for Jameis Winston. Now the biggest question is going to be Sean Payton's not going to have a lot of patience for uh, an unusual amount of turnovers. I mean, look, he's going to understand he's a good football coach. He's going to understand that kind of stuff does happen. Uh, and maybe he's going to have more than Drew Brees. Cause you can't compare the two. I mean, you can't say he's going to come in, protect the football and have a completion percentage like Drew Brees, but it's got to be similar in a sense. You can't totally put this team in harm's way because it's a good football team. Uh, and, and I can't wait to see it. I do think it's going to be exciting to watch Jameis Winston in the Sean Payton offense. So I'm, I'm kind of cheering for that to see how it works out because of you know how phenomenal Winston could play at times. But I also want to see him mature in making better decisions and putting his team in a better position to win uh, week in and week out. You know, I got to go to your former team, the Las Vegas Raiders. They um, had a pretty successful offense a year ago. Then right after that, they decided to let three of the five starting linemen go. Mm. What exactly (laughs) could John John Gruden be doing when it comes to protecting Derek Carr and trying to get this running game going? I mean, that's a good question, Bucky, because as I'm watching the moves, 
I'm wondering the same thing. You know, they signed uh, Drake, you know, another running back, and I actually think that'll be a good kind of one-two punch with Josh Jacobs and himself. Uh, so that's exciting. But, yeah, I'm looking at that offensive line, and I have confidence in the offensive line coach out there and Tom Cable. You know, he was my head coach when I was with the Raiders. I think he's a phenomenal coach, but even a better person uh, for that O-line group. So I'm hoping they have a plan. I hope they have young guys behind there or they're going to acquire some through the draft and make some other moves during free agency because that's a need, you know, quite frankly. But, look, I'm not in the locker room, so there could be other things as far as what they want to do offensively going into the next year that the guys they already had on the roster weren't capable of doing. So, I mean, look, you know, Bucky, Chucky's going to do his thing, and we're going to sit back and enjoy the moves this time of year, but we'll see if it pans out during the season. Bruce, I'm going to put a general manager's cap on your head right now. I'm going to ask a question because there's varying degrees of answers to this question. What is the best way to build for the future? Free agency or the draft? Now, obviously, free agency, you're going to get a seasoned pro. Well, you know what he could do. He's got a body of work. The draft, you get someone who may blossom and obviously for a lot less money. But what's the best way? I think your your foundation you want to build from within, you know, and you want to build from the draft. You want to acquire assets and draft picks and build that way. But it's pieces to the puzzle, guys. I mean, you know, when you go through free agent free agency, they're, they're just pieces to the puzzle. I wouldn't build my whole team off free agency, right? I might need a guy here or there, just like the Steelers do it. The Patriots, Green Bay has done it. You know, where it's just little pieces. Now all of a sudden you get to the draft. Here's a few more pieces that we're going to add. Now you go through the offseason, you go through training camp, and then you watch the releases happen right before the regular season, and there's just little pieces of the puzzle. And at the end of the day, all those moves add up to your roster. So I want to go crazy heavy through free agency, but I do think it's important to get some solid veteran guys, a guy that will be great in the locker room, a good leader, whether offensively, defensively. So I think it's both. But I think if, if you have your pick, um, it, it's trying to build from within. But, you know, guys, I mean, Bucky, you understand trying to evaluate these guys, it's not easy. So you could go through a draft and miss on a few, and that could set you back. So it, it's always tough. It's such a hard game to play trying to evaluate these guys and see who's going to be a boom or a bust in the NFL. You know, Bruce, uh I, t- I talked to you for a little bit. We we have a couple of pro days coming up. I think we have Zach Wilson coming up this week. Justin Fields coming up shortly thereafter. Zach Wilson in particular. What are your thoughts when you evaluate him? I, you know, I like him a lot. I, I just think he's very natural. He's very instinctive. He's smooth. It's just you know his just his arm right. The, the way he can sling it. It's just it's natural and the power that he has. The velocity. You know, for us at PSF. I think it was like uh, uh, throws beyond the line of scrimmage. He threw like 13.6% were uncatchable, inaccurate. And that was the lowest rate in the FBS. So the guy's very accurate. He makes good plays. He can move outside the pocket. He can throw off structure. And he seems to have that it factor I like, kind of that poise and that moxie. My question is his durability. You know, of course, everyone's going to, say about the competition he played against but man I I think the guy's a stud and I like him behind Lawrence and I kind of can't wait to see what happens especially the Jets sitting right there so I've I've just been a huge fan and then you know with Justin Fields I saw the video the other day he's running a 40 
and he made a comment he's going to bust into the four threes on on pro day. So that I mean that's going to raise some. I mean, who knows mm-hmm. what's going to happen? <laughs> you know, if that happens, Bucky, because I like Justin Fields. I like the toughness he he displayed against Clemson this year. Um, I, I think he's not as natural as a thrower. Just meaning like. The, the the his motion and the smoothness. I mean, he can be accurate. He could make every throw. There's no question. But I think it takes a little longer than Zach Wilson. I think he, you know, the 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 to process everything as well. And but man, you talk about the guy with his legs as well. I mean, so he's just such a dynamic player that he's one. I'm intrigued to see what happens because. You know, I'm thinking to myself: Do you take the chance on Mac Jones before Justin Fields? Mac Jones doesn't have the biggest arm, but man, the way he goes through his reads, the decisions he makes, his footwork, his timing—all that is there. But man, Justin Fields' upside is spectacular. So I think you're going to see a team drooling over him, especially with his running ability that he's going to display at his pro day. He's Bruce Gratkowski, 11-year NFL veteran and an analyst for Pro Football Focus. Get him on Twitter at bgradkowski 5 Bruce, this is for you. Take a listen. I love it, guys. Go Rockets, go you, Rockets. That's it, baby. Sorry if you hear like 15 kids in the background. We're having a good time on a Saturday night. You know, I appreciate, appreciate you guys having me on. All right. Have a good week, Bruce. Stay safe. Thanks, guys. All right. Bucky Brooks, Andy Furman for Jonas Knox, and he's different, he's strange, and he has the latest in sports for you next. He's Ralph Irvin. Well, thank you very much. And we start with, uh, well, there's a lot of devastating news here. We'll start with the NCAA, where Virginia Commonwealth, it is reported to CBS Sports, had its first positive test surface on Wednesday. Two more positives surfaced Friday night, prompting Marion County health officials and the NCAA to decide that allowing VCU to move forward and play its game tonight against Oregon was too risky. And so the game was vacated. Oregon advances. Virginia Commonwealth is sent home. Again, multiple tests over the last 48 hours coming back positive for VCU. On the NCAA scoreboard, games going on right now. They are at the half. Number two, Iowa, 42-31 lead over number 15, Grand Canyon. That is in the West bracket. Meanwhile, also going on at this point, number seven, UConn, number 10, Maryland. The Terrapins, a 13-11 lead over the Huskies, 11-23 to play in the first half, 11-32 to play in the first half. Number four, Virginia, an 11-10 lead over number 13, Ohio and 15-50 to play in the first half. Number 9, Missouri, a 12-7 lead over number 8, Oklahoma. In the NBA, the Atlanta Hawks, 99-94 winners over the L.A. Lakers earlier. The Hawks go to 8-0 under interim head coach Nate McMillan. But the big story, LeBron James goes down with an ankle injury. During the game, he had to leave, did not come back. An MRI is revealed. LeBron James has a high ankle sprain. He is out indefinitely. So, again, you've already been without Anthony Davis. Now the Lakers are going to be without LeBron James indefinitely. We'll talk about more with the fellas. But first, let's hear a word from Farmers. 
Call 1-888-FARMERS and you could save on your auto insurance. What else are you going to do with your phone in the next few minutes? Look at photos of things other people ate? Call 1-888-FARMERS to get a quote. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Trucker, Fire Insurance, Exchanges, or Affiliate. Products not available in every state. But now let's get weird as we send it back to Andy Furman and Bucky Brooks. Now what does that mean? I'm weird? I don't get that anyway. Mm-hmm. But no. I'm Andy Furman. Oh, thank you very much. I'm in for Jonas Knox. I'm with Bucky Brooks right now. And of course, we are broadcasting live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call 1-888-FARMERS to switch, and you can save a bundle on your auto insurance. Now it's time for the weirdo himself. It is the weird world of Ralph coming right up. Let's do it. Be careful, Ralphie. Very angry, Ralph. Take an eat. My ass. And now, the weird world of Ralph. We will start the weird world in the NFL where the Miami Dolphins recently acquired tackle Isaiah Wilson from the Tennessee Titans. He was a 2020 first round pick. Wilson subsequently was hours late for his physical with the Dolphins and onboarding process. He then skipped multiple optional workouts on Thursday and Friday to which he had committed. He also declined support service help. So, the team waived him, cutting ties entirely just days after acquiring him. Wait a minute. He didn't show up, so they just said goodbye, adios? Basically, yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. So, Bucky, does he get any, any money for that? Or he just he like get fired? What happens, what happens to this guy? <clears throat> no, the only money that he's entitled to is the money that was guaranteed under his contract. And so the signing bonus and everything that's been paid out, like all that stuff was guaranteed. But in terms of playing, like he's done. So wow. it doesn't necessarily cost the Dolphins anything. They gave up a pick for him, but I mean. Well, they gave up a seventh rounder for this year, but they were getting a seventh rounder next year, so they really didn't give up much to get him. Mm. No. But, oh. Yeah. That is right. that. Is that. Uh, now, guys, when you see baseball players, whether they're in the youth leagues or all the way up through the minors, you see them carrying their gear for the bus or the car all the way to the locker room, sometimes to the dugout in the field. You know, that big baseball bag. That mm. bag is life. For Cubs minor leaguer Jesus Camargo, that bag was even more, and it was heavy. You see, he was uh, driving along, and then he was pulled over by the police. Oh, no. (laughs) That's not a good thing. It was in Eagle County, Colorado, and a search of the car found his team duffel bag. Inside, there were cleats, baseball gloves, and 21 pounds of methamphetamine and over a pound of oxycodone. Oh, well, there was also $1,000 in cash. Well, he got a side job. What's wrong with that? Well, Camargo is... uh, facing a lot a lot of charges many many years he had been in the cubs system since 2014 he was set this year to play in high a i guess the cubs had no idea how high <laughs> very good ralphie very good finally let's jump in the wayback machine all the way to february 4th you see that's when a 1500 pound steer was taken to the rhode island beef and veal company in johnston yeah. You know, it's, you know it, <laughs> what? It, it was his final journey. What? Not surprisingly, though, the steer was not too engaged in the process, and he escaped. <laughs> yes, he did. But, you know, it, this was not going to be a good thing. There was a steer on the loose. The owner understood the circumstances. He surrendered ownership, said, <clears throat> take him to a sanctuary where he can live. Once now, he's caught. Was that you making that noise? Once he's that- caught. Was that a sound thing, or was that you? Excuse me. Yummy. That's yummy. Uh oh. You see, this he'd go to a sanctuary once they found him. Once he was caught, 
Yesterday, a family was out on a walk, and there he was in the woods. A cow on the loose. The escaped steer is still out there. You see, if you see this animal, and he is still on the loose in Rhode Island, you're asked to call the Johnston Police or the State Department of Environmental Management because there is a cow on the loose. Maybe this would help. I gotta have more cowbell, baby. Maybe. Wow. Very interesting. Great. <laughs> Wonderful. We love it. Anything else? That's it. That I'm, is I'm your weird world. What do I enjoy more, the weird world of Ralph or the Iowa Minute? I, I, I'm debating. What, what do you think, Buck? I, I can't make a decision. I can't. I, I don't want to hurt anybody. Well, I'm a, big, I'm a big, I'm a big Iowa Minute fan. I've really? been, a, I've been a long time supporter, so I, I, I can continue to lean towards. I do like weird that. news, and they, I like they, Ralph, but I love mm-hmm. Iowa Sam too. They all come together yeah. when it comes to. <laughs> yeah. Yes, they do. I don't know if Ralph will let you pet him. Probably All not. Right. Probably not. I don't know if Ralphie will let you put it. All right. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Andy Furman. I'm in for Jonas Knox. And, of course, you, you may be part of the biggest losers in this year's NCAA tournament. We'll tell you why next. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to Bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Was 2020 full of dings, dents, and scratches? Using your tax refund at Mako can help. Refresh your ride with your refund at Mako to undo a little bit of last year. Head to Mako.com to get a free online estimate today. Uh Uh-oh, better get Mako. When it rains, it pours. We'll get to that in just about a minute. He is Bucky Brooks. I'm Andy Furman in for Jonas Knox. And we're broadcasting live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call 1-888-FARMERS and you could save a whole lot of something on auto insurance. By the way, at the top of the hour, which is about 15 minutes away, there'll be 8 o'clock on the East Coast. Brian No, my Sunday partner. I'll be with Brian No tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. on the East Coast, right here on Fox Sports Radio. But Brian No and Ephraim Salam will join you at the top of the hour. Get them on the iHeart radio app on Sirius XM Channel 83 and of course on many of these same Fox Sports Radio affiliates. But before we move on I want to thank Bucky Brooks for permitting me to sit in Jonas Knox's chair tonight. Thank you so much and I really enjoyed it. It went very, very fast, very quick and I think it was somewhat enjoyable. A little educational. We had some fun so thank you Buck for having me in here with you. It's been a ton of fun, Andy. It's been a fun and fun. And I love Always being with fun. you. I really do. Now, uh, the good news and the bad news. Now, I say it rains, it pours. First, we got the news that VCU's game against Oregon tonight was canceled for COVID situation. VCU's out. Oregon moves on. And if that's not enough, take a listen to this. LeBron, ooh, down he goes, and he grabs his ankle. LeBron with his right ankle, and he's hurting. I thought it rolled up on or something because there was a, like a double team there. And when he went down to the floor to try to get the loose, the semi-loose ball, that's when he got the ankle injury. And you can see how he's writhing in discomfort here. Interesting. That's uh, courtesy of the Lakers Radio Network. They say LeBron now has a high ankle sprain. He'll be out. I don't know for how long. Anthony Davis is out. This isn't good. And I got to ask my partner, Bucky Brooks, who played the game. He's been there, done that. What is the difference between a high ankle sprain and a low ankle sprain? <laughs> I don't know. It's, I, really, I mean, it's, it's just where it's located. It's a little higher up on the ankle. But I will say high ankle sprains take a long time to fully come back from. And depending on LeBron James, his pain tolerance, um, the rehab. I mean, this could be anything. It could be two weeks. It could be four weeks. It could be longer. And he may not ever wow. be fully back at full strength this year just because, like, the weakness wow. in the ankle. Yeah, it's, wow. it's a big deal. 
Yeah, we heard that as courtesy of Spectrum TV, Lakers Television, and we move on. I tell you what, I mean, age is a factor, do you think? Or it could have happened with anybody for sure, but the age factor, with the healing process, would that be a factor? Because what is he, well, 35, 36 now? Yeah, I mean, he's a little older, so obviously it normally would take a little longer to come back, but he's he takes care of his body. He's going to have a, every specialist, everybody working around the clock to get it right. Um but yeah, it'll take it'll take some time to come back from. But I think, I mean, I think ultimately, yes, he will be fine. But there will be some weakness that he experiences as he's dealing hate, with it. I hate hearing that. I really do. I love watching him play. I love what he has done. I love what he's done for the game. I love what he's done for the city of Akron. I really do. And I don't think he gets the accolades that he deserves because he's been somewhat vocal on various things that kind of turn people off. And, you know, so what? You know, we don't have to, we could agree to be disagreeable. You know, we don't have to hate. And there's too much hate going on there. And we started the show talking about that with the kid from Ohio State. But what LeBron James has done is second to none. A lot of people talk about it. He's stepped up and has done it. He really has. Go to the city of Akron, built schools for kids. It's unbelievable what he's done. So God bless him. And I hope he comes around sooner than later. Really do. I mentioned this in this big time loser. You may be a big time loser in the NCAA tournament. Get this. A company in Chicago estimates that March Madness is going to cost U.S. businesses more than $13 billion. That's 13 mm. with a B billion in lost productivity because employees will be watching the basketball games instead of working. I guess the good news is is that they get a, a day of freedom because the games weren't on Thursday this year. They moved to Friday to Monday. But still in all, I can't believe that. Is that true? I mean, well, that's well, a lot of, a lot of well, guilt. Well, yes, because you sat here and talked about not being able to find it on True TV, but we know that you can't <laughs> find it on your you can find it on your streaming device. And so if you're sitting at work and you happen to be back at work, uh, you stream it in your cubicle. And then if you're at home, Man, you know it's on in the background. If it's on in the background, then you're peeking up and paying attention to it because you've probably filled out your bracket and you got all the games on and you're turning and all this other stuff. And so, yeah, it's it's going to impact the amount of production that you're able to get done. It amazes me. You know, when I hear this and I read something about this like this, you know, I think about the biggest sporting events in our nation, okay? And Super Bowl, head and shoulders above them all. But right behind that, I got to believe it's March Madness, and certainly it it lasts three weeks, so it's an ongoing thing. But I think that when you're trying to – Lining up the big events in this country, Super Bowl's got to be one, March Madness two, and I'm going to go three with the college football championship game. Yeah. I mean, it's big. I mean, it's it's, it's huge. I mean, just imagine what it was like. Last year, we didn't get a chance to see it. So, oh, yeah. Wow. Like, I mean, yeah. it's a big, it's a big but deal. But what, what else is on that list? I mean, after the Super Bowl, NCAA, and college football, I mean, mm. I mean NBA title game? I, I don't know. Kentucky I mean, Derby, right? With the that, Kentucky yeah, Derby, that, that would yeah. be in the mix, right? But you know what? See, then you're kind of moving along social activities as far as true sporting events. No no one really, I don't think, heavy duty follows horse racing year round. Nah, but, but they go to the derby to be seen. It's a social event. and they Masters? Go to the, they, the Masters being there? Yeah, nice? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, good. Good call on that. I think the Masters might be here. Maybe. But, I mean, it's weird. Like, like you know what's a shame, though? What? The World Series may not even be on that list in the top five. No, no, no. Too many games. I agree. I agree. It's just less is more. That's why football's great. It yeah. really is. I mean, they play once, twice a week, maybe, but and every game means so much. In mm-hmm. baseball, you're playing the same team in April that you're playing in August. Yep. It just it's too much. It really is. And last but not least, let me touch on this because why did they wait so long for this? This is great. The HBCU Legacy Bowl. 
It's going to be played next February in New Orleans. The Black College Football Hall of Fame has established the HBCU Legacy Bowl, a postseason all-star game that's going to showcase NFL draft-eligible players from historically black colleges and universities. I don't think many people know how many of those players have come from HBCU schools. It's great. This is long time coming, and they finally did it. Yeah, long time coming, and they finally were able to pull it off. I, I have to believe that some of this has been sparked by the interest in HBCUs, particularly since Deion Sanders has taken over the Jackson State football program. Uh, We're seeing it on TV now. Like, they're currently playing on TV against Alabama State. And so there's been a greater interest in HBCUs. I think this is a terrific opportunity for the players. Long, distinguished list of Hall of Famers that have come from HBCUs. And so this gives others an opportunity to play and have a chance to continue to chase their dream. You know, I I always wanted to uh, see the HBCUs playing some major schools. For example, when I when I see Alabama's football schedule, in the middle of their schedule, they're playing Chattanooga. Every year they play Chattanooga. And there's always a couple of cupcakes on various schedules. And certainly before they play conference games, schools play non-conference. How come the HBCU schools are never, ever penned in on those schedules? Ever. And I'm talking about from schools from the East Coast to the service academies, to Pitt, to Syracuse, to, to even like the also-rans like Kansas. How come HBCU schools are never on their schedule well i mean like i mean for some of these like they're not quite ready to compete like i mean you wouldn't want to put alabama state against alabama however we have seen teams um from hbcus that have gone on and played some of these mid-majors uh, i want to say a couple years ago north carolina and knocked off kent state grambling. on the road yeah we've seen grambling get wins uh, i want to say howard uh, mike london took his howard team out to unlv and was able to get a win so you'll see as they begin to get um more attention and we see them rise to prominence We'll continue to see some of these matchups. We'll see them kind of go up and escalate. What What is the major hang-up of recruiting a kid to an HBCU school? Is it the facilities, lack of attention, lack of publicity? Well, how, how hard is it to recruit if you're a coach at those schools? Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's all those things. It's a, a resources. It's exposure. Um, that has been the major thing. And a lot of players are asking, can I go from HBCU to the pros? I think with Dion going to Jackson State and, and yeah. the amount of attention, we will see more and more players kind of make that pilgrimage to HBCUs. And, and with so many networks out there on TV, I can't believe there isn't a, a network that carries their games. But we'll leave that for another day, Bucket. God bless you. Stay safe, my brother. We're going to move on right here on Fox Sports Radio. Stay with us. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. 
This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.